to talk. You've gone from crazy like a fox to crazy like Fox News. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. I don't care what the unemployment rate's going to be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. It's your shitty kid. You fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Two guys are in love, but they can't get married because you don't want to talk to your ugly child for fucking five minutes? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? The God of the Old Testament is arguably the most unpleasant character in all fiction. Jealous and proud of it. A petty, unjust, unforgiving control freak. A vindictive, bloodthirsty ethnic cleanser. A misogynistic, homophobic, racist, infanticidal, genocidal, filicidal, pestilential, megalomaniacal, sadomasochistic, capriciously malevolent bully. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. So here we are. So here we are, episode 211. 211. 211, my God. Guess what? What? There's somebody else here. I know. It's the ghost, right? No. Boogity-boo. <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> Great. Great. So, One more voice in my head. So do you want to introduce yourself? Well, I think most people know me. I am Fozzie, Fozzie Bear. I've been on your show before. I've been on OTC before. Yep. I've been on OTLP before. I've been on every podcast ever created He's such before. a pretty podcast much, yeah. whore. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I like to use my mouth. <laughs> oh. oh, we're off to a par for the course start. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll start with this. What caught my attention today um, was how angry you are. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I am livid today. Is it? Is it just one of those things where everything is just like, all right, that's that's enough. Well, yeah, you know, it was a combination. Like the first thing, what was somebody was saying? Oh, I listened to that Chris Matthews uh, interview. Oh, you know, I, where I he's calling not. racism. I think you played it recently. Oh, you talked about it. Okay, I don't remember it, but Where's go ahead. <laughs> well, Chris Chris Matthews and Rance Purvis are talking on some show. You know the guy I'm talking about, yeah. Rance Purvis. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Chris is saying you know how racist everything is, and there's these like these racial overtones to everything they're doing, and then Rance. Preface go launches back and he's and he calls Chris Matthews uh, uh, racist. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I fucking hate that. That kills me in, more than anything. When there's a, the the right side, the Republicans, the ones that are the fucking notorious for every racist thing that's ever happened in this country, starts calling other people racist. I don't. And, I don't even understand how that's considered racist. Well, you know, I can kind of see, and it sucks that he had a good point, because uh, Chris Matthews didn't justify his stance very well. He okay. was like, you know, you're talking about all this welfare reform, and he and uh, Rance was like, why is that racist? He was like, because that, that the, uh, welfare goes to the majority of, of African Americans, something like that. Which, when I heard that, I was like, ooh, you could have said that a little better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't it doesn't help either side when that happens. Yeah. Well, and like we were talking about on Facebook, it's mostly you know, enough anecdotal evidence is just evidence at a point. Yeah. 
when you see it over and over again, it's just actually evidence. And then, so that happened. And then I came home, and uh, George, my partner, he has some friends in from out of town, and they invited us over to their place for dinner. So they, we get over there. They fucking bought dinner for us, tofu vegan dinner for everybody. They're like, oh, sorry, I didn't get any meat. I was like, you fucking blow me. And there's no smoking in the house either. So, oh, okay. So we can wow. just drop acid, but we can't smoke. Okay, oh. gotcha. Wait, my question is, is this, though. How was the acid? Oh, in, 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 delightful. <laughs> All right, see? Come on. This, every cloud has a silver lining here. Let's, but then when I got home, to top optimist. everything else off, I went to turn on my favorite show in the entire world, Big Brother, and it's the fucking Republican <laughs> National Convention tonight on every channel. You know so, what, though? It's kind of fitting, isn't it? <laughs> voting people out and no well you know other it's house. it's just <laughs> yeah just just a bunch of douchebags talking <laughs> right well no, no it's no, just kind it's, of big brother gets ousted by the republican party yeah it's like there's a bigger brother coming along there's always a bigger brother <laughs> i gotta know if britney's voted out that's the most important thing in this country right now <sighs> unfortunately unfortunately that is that's part of the problem that <laughs> That too many people are worried about Britney getting voted out than what's going on with the election. I or, feel like you're mocking me, Frank. No, no I'm not no, mocking no. you. I'm mocking everyone. <laughs> no, because you know what's going on outside of that. Yeah, true. Yeah, you know what that is. I, Everybody I, else was going, well, why are all these white people here? Why? <laughs> what, is, what do we – is this like – why is church on at <laughs> – <laughs> why is this on? I don't understand speaking, why it's on at night. Speaking of which, have you guys seen that video recently that where they took that song, My Neck, My Back, My Pussy, and My Crack? You know that 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 song, that disgusting song? My neck, my back, oh, yeah, my yeah, pussy, yeah. and my... They took that and they put it over everybody at the RNC, like dancing to like Troy oh. Aikman or something. <laughs> is that a thing, Troy Aikman? That's a that, thing, I right? think that's a thing, yeah. Uh, Troy Aikman, isn't that Disney football player? I don't... <laughs> oh, whatever. Some country douchebag. They, they're dancing to... <laughs> Like uh, <laughs> Slim Pickens, we'll say that. That's a, I know that's a thing. So Which dancing to that, but then they put this song over it. And there's, there's all these like middle-aged white ladies dancing to my neck, my back, my pussy, and that's awesome. Oh, that's great. Republican <laughs> Republican women don't have pussies; they have vaginas, darling. Oh, right, pristine, I'm sure. Exactly. But they don't talk about them, no. of course. <laughs> Bleached clean. Oh, uh, I do have a question about Big Brother, though. Okay, please. When I and it, it's not really about the show anyway. When I when I was uh, down visiting family, they have uh, the Dish Network. We have Comcast at home here, and uh, one of the shows that was on was a was a direct feed to the house. Oh my god! Really? It was what's. So okay, so uh, when Big Brother's on, the show is on three times a week. It's on uh, Sundays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And so Sunday is nomination. Wednesday, you asked for it. Wednesday (laughs) is veto. Thursday is uh, when they vote somebody out. So you can watch then. But if you pay online, you can watch the house. 24 hours a day, seven days a week on your computer or on your phone. Okay. You, my you, quite, yeah, my, my, how my, often do you watch? That's what I want to know. I didn't get it this year because the <laughs> I didn't get it this year. Oh, God, that's sad. Oh, well, let me know. Why? No, let me, do you let do me just that? ask for real. For real, though. All right. Is, is there, because I've only watched like, like half of one season. Um, is that a big like appeal? Do you get more out of the show? Does anybody oh. fuck? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 
that happens. And it's hilarious how the people get to a point where they forget, they kind of forget the cameras are there, forget that there are millions oh, of people watching. So and, or they think that a blanket will, will cover them from anything. Oh. And then you see that blanket moving up and down and moaning. But the thing is, no, bull, they say that, oh, yeah, we forget bullshit. They don't forget the cameras there, all right? I know if the fucking cat's in the room when I'm having sex, okay? So, well, because you need the cat. Well, yeah, but still, <laughs> I like getting my back scratched. So, your pussy and your crack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the one year I did get the live feeds, I almost lost my job because I was oh, up to no. like three or four every night watching. Oh, and then at work, I was logging on. It was it's highly addictive. And I can't, I can't, I can't say that this is okay. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. No, this is perfectly fine. No, it's a sickness. It's disgusting. <laughs> no, I, I realize I, that. I, I, I as long as you admit that. I, I do. Just, it's you, horrible. As long as you don't sit there and go, well, it's a really interesting commentary on society. Just go, actually, it's just. Actually, it probably could be. I mean, I, I was waiting for this recording of whatever segment of it to be over so I could switch over to Die Hard 3, right? So. There's the there's my you know, priority. The thing is, right? though, they're thematically similar. And um, all it was, I, I watched for maybe 20 minutes because I wanted to understand why, you know, members of my family would watch this. And all it was was two girls stretching for like 20 minutes, just talking about. I can't remember. Wait. So what did they say? Was I it a blonde one? What was she wearing? This was also in July. Really? So I don't no, know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But when I had the feeds, I would watch until like three, and I just like somebody would just be brushing their teeth, and yeah, I'm so fighting sleep to three, like, see. Where, where are you? Are you East? You're East Coast, right? East Coast, yeah. Okay, so they're West Coast, right? So right. yeah, it's fucking midnight for them. Like, yeah, you know what? Though, them, if if they had a feed for um, the face-off contestants, I would probably tune into that here and there just to like watch the design parts and maybe not the the drama in the house, which I'm thankful they cut out of the whole thing and they focus more on the art artistic side of it but i could i could i could see the appeal of that I think. i'm sorry the big brother folks and all those shows all those people are so damn self-obsessed i am sure that <laughs> at some point the appeal of watching at some point it? you're gonna watch it and it's just like oh he's sitting on his computer and he's watching the feed of the house <laughs> and he's Watching himself, watch himself, watch himself, watch himself, watch himself. I mean, I would. That sounds like a great show. I would watch the hell out of that. Great. Right now, there's somebody going, hey, that's a great idea. You know, the one defense I will give is there is a bit of social commentary because George always says that the title of the show should actually be Hell is Other People. Because it's interesting because they're cut off from everything. They have no books, no radio, no television. And it's just seeing how people interact just with each other. Oh, and oh. how they drive each other crazy and how it breaks down. It's when no it, when exit. They, yeah, so it's, it's the worst part of the real world. <laughs> yeah, basically. And, but like, imagine the real world if every week they had to choose somebody to leave the house. True story. <laughs> like if they had to do that every yeah, week. You, you can't send Puck home every week. Right. <laughs> exactly. Did you hear the rumors that Puck is gay? <laughs> not to come on and give gay rumors. Oh. Now, I wanted to gossip, so you didn't hear this from me. <laughs> but there was a blind item, and it said that a former real-world ha- uh, cast member who was known as uh, homophobic and uh, – I can't remember. All the clues led people to think it was Puck, and he and his wife recently divorced. Oh. 
Dun, dun, dun. Did it say ate peanut butter with his fingers? Right, right. That's he'll never live that down. Oh, no, and honestly, I think I think Frank's probably bored to oh tears my, right is now. Is this happening? <laughs> but when 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 reality TV was brand new, it was interesting. No, so it wasn't. I, shut up! I watched the first I wasn't, like the Real World, like two three seasons. It, it of was the real not world. when Real World I, was in Boston. My friend Kevin hung out with some of those people occasionally. Yeah. Right? I don't know if he made any of the, the cuts or anything, and he would tell me like stuff and i'd be like stop talking <laughs> i don't fucking care well let me finish my point and then we can move on i think puck was sent into that house and i think he was paid extra to be disruptive i agree so they always need that character yeah and i think what was that was that the third season third season yeah, yeah. san francisco yeah. yeah that's about when they would have figured that out i think and really capitalized on it but anyway but the problem is there's been reality TV forever. It's called the fucking news. Yeah. If anybody paid at least a like, slightly... But you know what? You know what? It's missing that... Sli- that the drama. Know, it's, it's missing the island. And the live feeds. Yeah, oh, yeah the, the live, live feeds. feeds. Yeah, you the live feeds. <laughs> uh, fucking Truman Show. <laughs> All right. Should I, should I pick some, uh, some stories at random here? Yeah, pick shit. Okay. Seven. Pick things. <laughs> here, here's the first one. Hitler clothing store in Who India. Who does this? <laughs> Who does this? Sitting around going, okay, we need a name. We need a name. What's uh needs to pop? What do? What, what could it be? Um, that is the see. shittiest no. Indian accent does, I've ever heard. I know. I just I haven't watched The Simpsons in a while. Okay, so an Indian clothing shop owner is pleading is innocent. Call center, not feathers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call center, not casino. Okay, That's what good. you're getting at? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> After his store called Hitler outraged residents and drew strong criticism from the area's <laughs> Jewish community. <laughs> We're in the news, though. The storefront bears the name Hitler in large letters letters with a swastika dotting the I in Hitler. Oh, wow. So they weren't even like, oh, shit, sorry, we didn't realize. We thought it would be hip if we go, yeah, this is a hit. <laughs> right. It's a hit. We just, we're no, no. making a hit. They just. Here, here we go. Ready? Wow. Proprietor Rajesh Shah told the Times of India that he had no idea the moniker would be controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just go, I'm just very stupid. <laughs> I, I'm just very dumb. Hitler was a nickname given to my business partner, Manesh, Manesh Kandani's grandfather because of his strict nature, Shaw said. <laughs> so, that wasn't frankly, a hit and a half. Frankly, till the time we applied for the trademark permission, I had only heard that Hitler was a strict man. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, the meanwhile the name Hitler is is dotted with a with a tilted swastika. Mm. You have to wonder how pervasive. Like, I didn't even know there were Jews in India. Hey, I had no idea. I guess that makes sense. But you also have to wonder how pervasive that is. Like, there's things that happen horrible in this country that might not be a big deal elsewhere. And, but this is know, Hitler. This well, is well, yeah, okay. Hitler. I guess know him. <laughs> All right. Never I mean, let me, let I me, mean, say let what me, you will. I mean, the guy got some press. Let me get. Let me throw some. I, I <laughs> not was, throw Hitler. I need to make sure everybody knows <laughs> <I> just, that. <laughs> let me let me throw this out there. Um, I was reading uh, in the comments. Somebody said, you know, maybe uh, India has a different um, memory of Hitler, seeing as how he bombed the fuck out of the English. And they lost control of India. 
Oh, that's a good point. I thought, I, wow. I know. Don't th- I'm yeah. sorry. I have a really tough time thinking that this is a segment of the Indian population that holds up Hitler as some sort of, you know, liberating catalyst or something <laughs> like that. We I couldn't have know. done it without him. I don't know. They, other people said, oh, well, the swastika goes way yeah, back yeah, yeah, to yeah, older times. But, however, that's when it's squared, not diamond-shaped. Exactly. You know, it's all... Let me see um, what else we can go here. Um, uh, uh, Rajesh said the, said the concept was never to hurt the community, but he feigned ignorance about Hitler. Um, this is a quote from Manesh Solomon, secretary of... I went to American public of, schools. What do I synagogue. know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh? This is like that bitch that hung, hung that thing in her pool. Like, no coloreds or whatever that sign. <laughs> yeah. And then she was like, oh, it's just, I didn't know that was offensive. It's just cultural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, Governor Perry's uh, rock outside of his oh. house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love when they just pretend to be stupid after that. Like, oh, I didn't think anybody would get offended. Really? <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> Let me, I, I can translate that for mainstream news. That that means I didn't think anybody was going to take a picture of this and show people. <laughs> I right. think anybody would find out. <laughs> so what else did this idiot say? Um... Well, he said he spent $2,700 on Hitler-themed advertising. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which hasn't happened since, you know, the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine, though, can you imagine you're at work, you know, and you run like a print shop or yep, something. Yep. You get this order, and it's just like, wow, this is a really big order. This guy, what? It's for it's Hitler. Hitler? Wow, all that's old is new again. <laughs> I, I would be impressed if, he, if if the guy actually came in the news and said, no, it's Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, you people can't read. <laughs> Wasn't there a, a, a thing at a cake shop where there's a kid named Hitler? Yes. The, no, it was that, Adolf. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right, and they wouldn't they wouldn't make the cake for him. <sighs> yeah, I, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't feel comfortable <laughs> with that. <laughs> Can you can you make me a cake with like a couple of guys beating the fuck out of a black guy? No, I will not. I will draw what about the line a Mexican. Somewhere. Can we do a Mexican? A Mexican? No, I don't have any caramel icing. I can't. No. <laughs> uh, let's let's do the one that, that'll piss Frank off next. Uh, Father Benedict Groschel, American friar, claims teens seduce priests in some sex abuse cases. I, you know what? Like, how do these stories come out? Why doesn't the Catholic Church, as powerful as it is, like, they should just have people like this killed? First of all. Because he's not helping them. First of all, we still have friars? <laughs> <laughs> is he bald? Yes. Man. He is. Oh, God. What a cliche. Wow. He's, that's not, taking, he's not fat, though. That's taking Friar Tuck in a whole other direction. Oh. <laughs> Well, when I saw this story before, my first reaction was, it's very true. There are too many sexy kids in this country. <laughs> yeah, there are. That is the main <laughs> problem with this country, Someone sexy children. whipping their hair back and forth. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, this guy looks like Gandalf. <laughs> he Well, he looks like uh, Gandalf with no hair and dementia. Well, yeah. You know, when he's been at home watching, you know, the live feed from Big Brother. For <laughs> oh, all right. Get to the story. <laughs> In a recent interview with the National Catholic Register, Father Benedict Groschel of the conservative Franciscan Friars of the Renewal... He probably felt safe just talking about it and to, to a publication that really no one reads. <laughs> ...said that teens act as seducers in some sexual abuse cases involving priests. So the priests can't say no? Is that... 
the uh, way he's saying it. I I suppose. Yeah, just poor priest. They just have to. Because I know it comes on to you. You have to do it. I I know when I was when I was a, a teenager, there was there was nothing more appealing than the eighty year old nun. Right, and like, and if the ch- a child tries to seduce you, you have to go through with it. Read Leviticus. Yes, it's, it's in there. Everything is in That's Leviticus. Chris Hansen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Take a uh, take a take a pew. <laughs> it's been close to a decade. Wait, hold since... on. Is there is there audio? Is like is there a video of this guy's interview? Because I would so would love to hear his own voice. Well, let's let's see. Let's see if there is. Let your imagining soar. Oh, yes, uh, we have a for this. Oh, I hate it when the ads play. I know. But now I'm really. Like, in the I haven't mood been eating junk food, and there's cheese. an ad for McDonald's. It's terrible. All right, let's see. For Newsy, I'm Christina Hartman. A Catholic priest, Reverend Benedict Rochelle, is under scrutiny for defending child sex abusers and referring to convicted child sex abuser Jerry Sandusky as a poor guy in an interview with a Catholic publication. The comments were published in the National Catholic Register, but after they received media attention, were removed from the site. Here are some of the offending comments pulled from the cached version of the site. Groeschel said in many cases, child victims of sex abuse could be to blame for initiating contact. Suppose you have a man having a nervous breakdown and a youngster comes after him. A lot of the cases, the youngster, 14, 16, 18, is the seducer. He elaborated on how that might happen. Well, it's not so hard to see a kid looking for a father and didn't have his own. And they won't be planning to get into heavy-duty sex, but almost romantic embracing, kissing, perhaps sleeping, but not having intercourse or anything like that. Groeschel also said he didn't agree with the punishment of certain pedophiles, including priests, for a first offense because, quote, their intention was not committing a crime. Groeschel is a prominent priest in New York City. What? He is a psychologist and hosts a Catholic talk show on EWTN, a Catholic network which owns the National Catholic Register. The New York Daily News reports there has been backlash against the comments in you some think? parts of really? the press. Groeschel's <laughs> interview has elicited anger in other parts of the Catholic press who see the comments as part of a pattern of cover-up and excusal of clergy abusing their power. Groeschel said he had worked with abusive priests before. A writer for National Catholic Reporter said he was particularly troubled that Groeschel is credentialed in psychology. The writer says this recalls the cover-ups that concealed the Catholic abuse scandal. The scandal is perpetuated because the church, particularly in the person of its bishops, has gone to great lengths to conceal the truth over decades. Attempting now to alter the truth of the matter and to place the blame on the victims will only reopen old wounds and paint the church anew as an institution incapable of dealing with its own sin. For Newsy, I'm Christina Hartman. Wow, well, I guess we watched the video. All it did was save you the trouble to... Sorry, I didn't you know, expect I, that to happen. I, I don't romantically embrace or kiss or sleep with my father. They were, it seemed like they were saying that's okay. Well, no, well, they're not going to have, have sex. He's, He's just going to romantically embrace. Gentlemen. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I don't understand that. I, I really don't understand how people think pedophiles... Uh, yeah, it... Let me let me gather my thoughts before my head explodes. Um, sexual preference has nothing to do with being a pedophile, as far as I know. Exactly. This this guy is. It, oh, I mean, that's that's what I've read. Those are the what's the what's crazy is that facts, like right? the words come out of his mouth, and you would think that he would just stop and go, "What the fuck?" I'm sorry, that made no sense at all. <laughs> nope, I'm wrong. My bad. Just forget it. I'm done. Just he, unbelievable. He is basically 
blaming the rape the the victim for the rape. <laughs> I, wanna I, I see baby. why it's so hard to do your show because like what do you even fucking say? Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you do this every week? Like, <laughs> well, the yeah, worst. Well, that's, that, that's one of the things. It's just like, oh, here we go. There's another one. We the, could have a story like this every day. The worst part is when we started the show. This stuff was like, like I would have to dig a little bit to find it. Now stuff like Todd Aiken showing up on my front page every day. Yeah, it's it's, it's so ridiculous. You know, for for this priest. This this dumbass to have a a background in psychology makes as much sense as Aiken, uh, Senator or Representative. I don't care enough to find out <laughs> Aiken um, to be part of the. Isn't he part of the Science and Technology Committee? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and Bachman is on the Intelligence Committee. Did somebody is punking us? Well, it's you know, this is just ridiculous. like what I was saying in my epic rant on Facebook <laughs> that like the, the the Republican Party. I don't think these people are nearly as horrible as they're coming off but they're finding out that everything they're doing isn't working except this racist sexist homophobic islamophobic like bullshit that they're throwing out there there's these retards that live in like texas and arizona and out in the middle of fucking nowhere and they are horribly racist and awful people and they real the republicans realizing hey we can win that we can pander to them so they keep pushing it farther and farther yeah but luckily there aren't enough of them it's it really is just like it's like they're not trying it's like they're just sitting here going okay all we have to do is hold our breath win or not scott brown can probably make his way into something in 2016 yeah. you know and because really i mean yeah. who else who they they have no one to run well uh chris christie was asked to be his vp pick and he said no and later on he said yeah i said no because he's gonna lose well, yeah <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. And I need to but. go eat a building. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, they really have nobody. It's like it's like when they picked Paul Ryan, they doubled down on on just idiocracy. Yeah. It's like, hmm, we'll take him to make Romney look all right. <sighs> Well, that's why I started this rant today. It's just amazing. That's why one of the things that, that pushed me over the edge, it's just amazing how people can fucking fall for it. Yeah. It's so outlandish, that, but people are still supporting them. When you see this, what's going on at the RNC, there are thousands of people there who are buying this fucking hook, line, and sinker. Why? But you know what I, 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 feel, I feel bad about? This, this, the whole the Romney candidacy. There are going to be some jobs lost Specifically, I think um, on the Daily Show, they're going to lose writers <laughs> because all John Stewart needs to do is pick up a paper on the way to work. It's just yeah. like it's just like you know what? I'm not even making this shit up. This yeah. is what they're saying now. This is this is it. Yeah. And the other terrible part about the whole thing is once in a while, like I, I fell for the uh, the website Christwire a long time ago, and Jason, oh, I think right. you were the one that pointed out to me that it was it was satirical. Yeah. Yeah. But I I'm, that. I'm getting fooled like three or four times a week now with satirical sites. Well, I like, can't even like I, the, the picture of Romney with his family where like the letters were messed up yeah. and it said money instead yeah. of instead of Romney. I can't even believe if that really well, happened. Well, that's, that's the thing. I looked at him like, oh, this is absolutely awesome and hilarious. I wonder if it's Photoshopped. Is it real? Is it not? I, it doesn't even matter because it's all a fucking TV show now. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I saw, um, I saw a, um, an article. From a site I had never heard before, and it, it was a quote from Bill Nye saying, basically, these guys are fucking idiots. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> yes, did, he had a YouTube video, Bill Nye. But, but that Bill Nye one where he was swearing and he apologizes for swearing oh. was from a satirical site. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, that's 
too bad. You know, there's a site that I actually liked on Facebook. It's called the uh, Heterosexual Awareness Month. You've seen yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. before. But I have this. I have this theory. I think that it's a, a satirical site, or they're actually just trying to push it so far that people realize how awful these other websites are like so many people go on and they're just i even fell for it at first i was ranting against it but now that i'm looking at it i'm like wait i think that they're actually doing good that's why i'm still following them and i kind of love this site i might just be like 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 uh, following along with the homophobes but but it's kind of funny you have to check out the site i can't tell what's going on <laughs> that's one of those cases where you just kind of look around and go Wait a minute! I'm hanging out with who? What yeah. the fuck? Well, it's it's right. kind of like when um when that one million moms um group got kicked off of Facebook. They claim they removed themselves and came back, but they got kicked off, and some other person got the name for the group. Oh, yeah, and he just one eighty the whole thing and is like, you know, good for you Oreo cookies and let's shop at JC Penny and like the exact opposite of everything they were doing. I love how they, they said they had removed their site for the holiday weekend. Yes. That's yes. what you do. You delete your yeah. entire site for yeah, a holiday weekend. Yeah, yeah. well, you close, you close. You yep. close. You close, you know, your section of the internet. Right. Every Put the close you know, sign on. It's like Chick-fil-A in the food court at the mall. It's just like everything is open and they're just dark. And then yeah. you move on to Auburn Town. Every <laughs> every time I get an email from One Million Moms, I, I get pissed off. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I asked to be sent those so I'd know what they're talking about. Now they're going after that 666 Park Place or whatever it is, because it's uh, satanic. Well, of course, that's the fucking point. <laughs> that's the fucking point. That's the name. That's the story, you stupid cunts. I swear to fucking God. Oh. Yeah, but they don't like it because it goes against God. What the fuck? That's the fucking story. Yeah. And God is boring. Like, have you watched PAX? Have you ever watched that PAX network? They got nothing. It's Highway to Heaven yes. for like 23 hours yeah. and then an infomercial. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Don't want to make it interesting. Put, put Davy and Goliath in that show. Then let's we'll see how fucking interesting that 666 show is. I, um... You should kill them, Davy. Yeah. Like the, like the, like <laughs> that the Simpsons, parody, yeah. The Simpsons one they did with them. Uh, what, what am I doing with this pipe bomb? Kill the unbelievers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've just I there's there's people that I'm friends with there's family friends and stuff that I have on Facebook and like they're no better off financially than me or Frank and I see them like touting like oh this is good everybody Romney blah 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 I'm like you drive a broke ass Pinto you shouldn't be voting for him well I heard a really good point the other day that when somebody says you know jobs, jobs, jobs. Obama hasn't made jobs and he's killing the economy. What you need to say to those people is that the uh, the uh, stock market is is doing perf- – doing not perfect, but doing really well right yeah, now. Yeah. And corporations are posting record number profits, right. which is just evidence that trickle-down economics doesn't work. If you don't have a job, all the other fu- rich fuckers in the world do. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's, it's the Republicans that are trying to keep that away from you. They're trying to make the rich richer and keep you in your place. Yeah. yeah. I was. I talked to somebody today, and um, uh, she had brought up the uh, the website. Um, what the fuck has Obama done? And um, I'm not getting anything in the headphones. Oh, how about now? Mm, there's something. There's some humming. Okay, but not um, you. You can't hear me. Oh, can, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, and okay. which is fine because I can hear Chris because he's just okay. Like, good. No. Um, so. 
Yeah, we, we had talked about that website for a couple of minutes, and then I said, you know, when all these people are complaining that, that Obama hasn't done anything about jobs, first of all, it's not his his own personal responsibility to create the jobs. It's Congress, it's the Senate and the House, right. and Republicans have voted to repeal abortion 30 times, yeah, they've, and they haven't voted for a single right, jobs bill. Right, they haven't bill. put up a, a jobs bill at all. So it's it's... Congress is the problem. I mean, really, the 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 office of president, quite frankly, doesn't mean as much. As he's the signer. The, he he yeah, signs the bills. What That's these the, assholes you know? in Congress don't do. Why, why do you think that is? That every time we have a say, a Republican president, we have a Democratic Congress. Is it the fact that everybody like went out and voted so hard? You know, like these people, wrongs people, and then they're just exhausted when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes time to vote for Congress again? No, because like, you know what it is. I think that when when you've got a, a country as big as ours and as diverse as ours, and you're on a national stage and you really have to please everyone, and we all know that you try to do that, you don't please anyone. So the next thing you do is just like, okay. Who can I please? Well, fuck it. I'm going to please myself, and I'm going to just sort of keep getting reelected. So let me just make happy the people who are going to keep me oh, you know, right. cool. And that's it because all they're doing is looking to get reelected because when reelection time comes up, they're able to say, hey, the other guy didn't do shit. We were trying. We were working hard. Yeah. And it's it's Democrats and Republicans, which is why I constantly yeah. rail that nothing has changed. Nothing will fundamentally change. Well, the only thing that I've seen change is that the rhetoric has gotten darker. Oh, most definitely it's gotten darker. It's definitely hitting hitting nice. more of a more of a um really religious, you know, them against us kind of thing. It's it's going to turn into a visceral fight at one point. You know what? I don't think it will because It'll be like folks who believe what they believe. They'll just but no, go it won't be. It won't be between the candidates. It'll be between people like us. I don't think it'll. Be, I mean, I don't think they'll be rioting in the streets. No, Texas has anything to say about it. There will be. Yeah. Bastards! What the fuck is going on there, too? But the, yeah, I mean, does anything come of that? No. Like, who was it? Was it a judge in in Texas that said, "If Obama's elected, we're going to all take our rifles and revolt"? Oh like, yeah. Shouldn't we look into that? <laughs> Do you, I no, mean, because I there'll think be we those. Need to have people on this case. Well, like those 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 asshole anarchist people that they arrested. Like those guys, they're going to oh the military blow up a guys. dam and, and, and kill a couple the people president. and assassinate yeah. the president. It's just like. That's, Man, just, isn't that isn't that treason? I mean, aren't you put in front of a firing line for that? Yeah, just just do we still do that we in should. the military? Put that on yeah, put that on a live feed. Yeah, we'll, put, were, we'll live feed that. Yeah, start that. There you go. There's there's a reality <laughs> show everybody could get behind. Oh, give me a break. You think you think that like Fox hasn't had meetings where they're just like. Man, if we we could put those public meetings, executions those on TV. Those meetings started back in 1987 when the Running Man debuted on cable. <laughs> They're just like we could totally. Have you do seen this. how many people watch this? We could do this. Yeah, yeah. I I give it ten years, if and it, the first one will be accidental on a reality show, and it'll be the highest rated program ever. It'll be like Kennedy's assassination, except DVR'd. <laughs> well, remember recently when that guy like did a tightrope walk across the Grand Canyon or something yeah, on TV, yeah. and like I was really tempted. I was like, oh, he could die. I might yeah. have to watch this. Yeah, <laughs> and then I realized it was awful. But and then also there was no way they had it set up where it was completely safe, and there was there was little little chance, uh, and everybody was pissed off about it too. But it's uh, the same reason people watch NASCAR. 
Okay? Yeah. Because I don't give a shit what you say about, oh, it's strategic and you really got to get your place and, yes, yeah, just not just one big left turn, blah, blah, blah. Okay? <laughs> Every fucking pair of eyes on that TV yeah. is hoping for the crash. Yeah. Hoping for the crash. Oh, let it, please let it go on the outside of the track and take yeah. out some people. I'm going to be honest. The only thing I ever remember from watching any episode of Survivor was the dude that collapsed into the fire. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, he's going to be on again this season. Oh, is he? Kidding yeah. me? Is he haunting people's dreams now? <laughs> I think he's going to come back. It's four people who have been on before. Sorry, <laughs> get back into this. <laughs> it's four people who have been been on before, and they haven't released two yet. But they say that it's going to be one villain that everybody hated. So they think it's him. Oh, so and it's Freddy Krueger. Right. right. And Blair from the Flat Facts of Life. Really? That, that bitch. Yeah. That's weird. what the fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love that she's just there. She's not, it's not even celebrity survivor. She's just like, no, I love the show, and I needed to get out of the house. <laughs> I have ninety kids. Out of the house. Bullshit. Yeah, exactly. She's another religious fundamentalist. What the fuck is she doing on TV? The reason I want to watch the show is specifically for her because the way she abuses her children by putting Tabasco on their tongues. I oh. want to see her eat a fucking moose testicle. Yeah, you suck it. <laughs> no, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see her and Marie Osmond just duke it out in some sort of celebrity death match. That would be awesome. You know what? I'd like to see Survivor um, with like um, turn into the Hunger Games. No, with with like yes. I was just going to say with someone could actually die. With let someone die with Stephen Baldwin, uh, Kirk Cameron, Richard Dawkins, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Put all of them in a house and seal it shut. I would watch that. Bill Nye, Billy Graham. But when the, you know what's awful though. But when, when the chips are down and you're starving and you think you might die, that's when somebody like turns to God just for help. So the, that's what probably happened to Dawkins. <laughs> like all this time being then, a devout then would, atheist, and then, then he's would, just like, "Please help me, Lord. I need some food." Then he would kill himself. Right. It's like I've betrayed everything I stand for. Eat me. <laughs>
What else do we got? I don't know. Let me see. Right. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't think I really want to. Do, does anybody want to talk about the the convention? I haven't paid any attention to it really at all. No, I feel like if anything important happens, they'll tell me. Okay. I was in Marblehead all day. I saw enough white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I, wasn't Magic Mike? Didn't that, that take place in Tampa? Did anybody see that? Oh, I don't that know. I think it took place in Tampa. So, but the movie painted that that town as such a sad little pathetic wasteland of nothing. <laughs> oh, it just I, I seems was, awful. Um, I was talking to somebody today, and they said that the funny thing about Tampa is, um, it's like the it's like the spawning point of death metal. Really? Which I had no idea. Or or maybe it's not where it originated from, but it it's like a huge part of the music community. But and they haven't highlighted that at all in the Republican convention. I don't well, understand. Yeah, Troy Aikens didn't start there. Or who the fuck ever? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was also told another interesting uh, tidbit of information that um, a lot of the um, the the homosexual sex workers, I guess, is that the right? I don't know. Is that sound good to you, Frank? Uh, I, I guess I, I don't make boards. up job names. Okay, I don't know. Um, I don't want to. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to offend any listeners. Male that prostitutes are, that, are, that are whores. Male so, prostitutes. Um, a lot of them have gone to Tampa. To, well, to find I, work. See, now I think I think that was a, an Onion headline. <laughs> I honestly do. I think I remember reading that in the Onion. Well, the person I talked to said they know people. Oh, okay. Gone. So is it? It's Bill. This it? is. It is. It <laughs> is. Um, this is all. This is all. Of course, secondhand information. But I mean, it it it, it does smack of the. Uh, uh, protesting too much. Oh it? shit! Wait, I, I think, have a story. How think, did I forget this story? I think smack okay. is probably the wrong oh, word for so that. I worked. I don't know how, how I forgot this. I worked as at an escort agency years ago um, here in New York City. It was one of my first jobs when I moved to the city, and I got it off Craigslist. And That's all I had awesome. to do was like and, answer the phone. And you're still alive. That's good. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was easy. It was the easiest job. I'd sit there. There were really long shifts, like 16 hour shifts, wow. in this apartment, and I just answer the phone when it would ring, and he'd be like, "I need a whore." I'd be like, "The whore's on his way," and I'd take his credit card. It was that simple. <laughs> Um, and so when I was working there, one of the whores – I call them whores. Maybe that is wrong. I should work on that. But one of the whores, Dean was his name. That was his stage name. Okay. He, he so so were they male time. and female or just – It was all just men. Okay. All men. Okay. This, it was a gay escort agency. Every once in a while, we had this one businesswoman who would call for a hooker every once in a while. And she lived like in the fanciest, ritziest apartment. And she was like single and worked for like Time Warner. And she was an ex – oh, I shouldn't. I'm, I'm telling too much. Anyway, the, the point is, it was mostly men that would call. So Dean approached me one time, and he started telling me he was working for um, Dear Mary, this website that was like Mary Cheney. It was this group of people who were getting together, sending letters to Mary Cheney, trying to get her to have an open and frank discussion with her father ah. to try to get him to come around oh, to okay. GLBT issues. So he had been working with this website, and what he wanted me to do is work the weekend of the Republican National Convention when it was here in Manhattan. Um, as much as I could. So I picked up shifts. I traded with people. I worked there. At the end of the weekend, I had to take a, a zip drive and download all the information of people who had called and, and give it to them. And I did, and they paid me $500 for it. Wow. I was a spy. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I was a corporate spy. I was sweating bullets, too. I was terrified. I'm the worst spy ever. I was just terrified that somebody was like, this is how people get killed. This is the beginning of stories. And, like, I had the zip drive when the boss came in, and I'm just like, trying to act really casual. Here is your newspaper. I'm sure I look insane. But it was a quick way to make 500 bucks. I don't know whatever came of it. I just gave him the information and left. But, yeah, I was a corporate spy. That is that That's is very awesome. interesting. I like that. Yes, I was very proud of myself. Now, hasn't hasn't since Cheney's been out of the spotlight, hasn't he come around a little bit more than his party lines dictated? Oh yeah, they always do, and oh, that just okay. pisses me off to no end. Yeah, and and it's just like you know, okay, back to Big Brother briefly. Okay, <laughs> there's there's a woman on there named Danielle. Yeah, everything comes like, back to it. Well, she's it's like universal. from Georgia or something, and she's a nurse there. And of course, there's the lesbian in the house. You know, there always has to be the one token gay person. And so they there was a scene with the two of them, and then it showed Danielle in her little confessional, and she was like, you know, I was really worried about having a gay person in the house, especially a lesbian, because I was afraid they'd be all over me or whatever. But it turns out she's just a really nice person, and. That pisses me off more than anything. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, oh, good for her. But I'm like, no, fuck you. That, you, <laughs> yeah. that it just took you till now to realize that a gay person is just a person? Yeah. Are you, are you mentally impaired? Uh, yeah, I can't stand well, that woman. Well, how religious was she? It doesn't say. She's from the South, so she's obviously an idiot. I'm sorry to any listeners you have in the South. But uh, per capita, we'll say. I'm sure if, you're listener, if they're listening to this show, they're good people. The but per capita, the South is retarded. That's a tough. That's a tough yeah, uh, statistic uh, to find online. Idiots per capita. Why don't we? Uh, can, can we Google that? Just Google I'm, idiots I'm per going capita. To. Idiots per capita. <laughs> right. And it's going to be right, like real time. Tampa, Florida. <laughs> yeah, the number's just going to keep going up and up because yeah. they just keep having babies. When I went to my reunion, I went to my ten-year high school reunion, and there were people from my class who had like five kids. In ten years, they were twenty-eight. They had five kids. I can't even think of five kids I like. I would kill myself. That sounds awful. <laughs> they are there all the time, touching your stuff. Ugh. <laughs> Not for me. Uh, now, the only thing I get is like funny joke stuff for right. idiots per capita. <laughs> oh, you actually Googled it. Oh, I of appreciate course. that. Uh, early, early on, we made a joke about Lego porn, and we um, we Googled that, and that's a real thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, oh, it's awesome. Nice. So let's let's lighten it up here a little bit, and we'll go with Uh-oh. this: uh, missing woman unknowingly joins search for herself. <laughs> I read this. I love this. And this is this is Yahoo News, so it's a real thing. Wow. A woman who was reported missing from an Icelandic tour unwittingly joined a search for herself. According to the Reykjavik, because I, I hope that's right, uh, Grapevine, a woman described as Asian, about 160 centimeters, in dark clothing and speaks English well, was listed as missing Saturday near the Volcanic Canyon in southern Iceland. A search continued through the weekend with reports saying she got off a tour bus and never returned. It turns out the woman merely changed clothes during the bus stop. I haven't read this yet. And after she returned, those on the bus didn't recognize her. <laughs> when the description of the missing woman was circulated, apparently the lady who changed her outfit didn't recognize the description of herself so she joined the search party. About 50 people searched the area in vehicles and on foot, and a helicopter was ready to assist. Eventually, it occurred to the missing woman that she could very well be the person everyone was looking for. 
and she probably reported herself as safe and sound to the police. <laughs> the search was called off early Sunday morning. The next day, this woman was found beaten to death <laughs> by the lead detective. And there were a bunch of tour flags left there. Oh, that's awesome. That's, you know, as, that's pretty funny. As funny as this is, like, I can't judge her because that's I would do that. That is some bullshit that I would do. <laughs> like, I've, I've done really stupid stuff. I remember one time I my phone rang and I, like, picked it up and I said hello. At the same time, somebody said hello. And I was like, hello? And they said it, too. I was like, oh, my God, we keep saying the same thing at the same time. And then they said, oh, my God, we keep saying the same thing at the same time. And then I just started laughing because we were echoing each other. And it turns out that was me. (laughs) I didn't recognize my own voice and I was carrying on a conversation. So Godspeed, Asian woman who speaks pretty good English. (laughs) We will not judge you. Her Icelandic's a little rough. (laughs) And her perception of herself in a mirror, too. That's awesome. You never see yourself. Can you just imagine, though? We're going to put out these flyers. Okay, what the fuck? (laughs) I know her. It's my twin sister. My twin sister's missing. Uh, I didn't even know I had a twin. (laughs) I didn't even know she she was in Iceland. (laughs) Oh. Would you recognize yourself if there was like a drawing of you? Like if there was like a they, somebody gave a description and they had like flyers up of like a flasher. Know. That'd be was, interesting. There's there's a reality show for you. <laughs> Just have them walk around on the street with all the flyers all over the place. It could be called Sketch. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that show too. I'm not picky at all. Clearly. <laughs> There was that show, uh, Worse or Fired. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was the goal of it was for somebody would get a job and their goal was to get fired by the end of the day. Wow. No, was, I would have watched that. Without punching someone in the face? Like, what yeah. were the rules? No violence. You just had to, like, be completely incompetent. And so these people, there was this one woman who was, like, walking around, like, singing with chips. And she kept dropping chips on the floor and, like, purposely stepping on them. And then at one point, she was laying, it was, like, at a copy shop. And she was laying up on the counter. She was like, God, I'm so bored. And it was, like, her first day. And it was fun to watch, but it really made my butthole clinch. Because I'm like, oh, I could not do that. <laughs> I could not be an asshole like that on purpose and just try to get fired. That makes me so uncomfortable. That would be a weird thing to do. Yeah, that would be. An, I, I couldn't do it. I can't like when and when like help me, Howard, or those things. They go up to people with microphones, like to confront them on the street. Oh. They're like, you know, why are you raping babies or whatever? Uh, I don't know why that's the first thing that came to my mind. That's dark. That's uh, that's quite a pilot episode there. <laughs> There's nowhere to go but down from there, I think. (laughs) When they confront people, it makes me so uncomfortable and nervous, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Like, even telling the guy on Facebook that he's an asshole and then blocking him today. uh, Oh, you blocked him. (laughs) I just just unfriended him. I'm like, why are we friends? We met at a reunion 10 years ago. Uh, Like, I would never go to your house if we lived near each other. You have too many fucking guns. (laughs) We would never (laughs) hang out. Oh, jeez. All he's good for is to, like, occasionally post something stupid on my Facebook page. I have one of those. I'm oh, yeah, sitting you know. right here. <laughs> what the fuck? Sorry, I have two of those. Okay. Yeah, I, I blocked that motherfucker, too. Yeah, well, he, he gets really crazy. He says weird things about Jewish people and Israel. I don't understand him. Uh, yeah, I didn't understand half of it. What, and what I did understand just pissed me off to no end. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I can't keep doing this. I, I've, uh, I've started to Liz Lemon him when, um, when he posts stuff that's unrelated to whatever I'm talking about. And I just type blurg. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best response yeah 
Yeah, just let him have this. Yeah. Uh, you know what? If he wants to unfriend me, he can. I will be the better person and not do it. I, I don't know. That's don't what, you always that's what feel I tell myself. that you're going to change somebody? No. At this point, at this point, I think if I unfriend him, then he will have the satisfaction of thinking he won. <laughs> the terrorists win. Yeah. Well, that's. I don't know. I don't think that you, you're gonna you're gonna change anybody's mind. Not this guy. That. No, certainly not. No. I still do. I'm still deluded. Well, we He's have a we have a Big friend. Brother, so. We have a friend <laughs> that um, through conversation has realized um, what a crock religion is. Um, and and he's kind of come around because he's a grown up now. <laughs> uh, well, you know, when, I look at myself him. and I'm like, I, I'm open to new ideas. Like, yeah. I, people have changed my mind before about things. I'm like, oh, I never looked at it that way. Yeah. And so I always think that the same thing is going to happen with other people. It's just maybe I'm more malleable. Like I, I'm a flip flopper. I but am. I, if somebody presents a good issue, I will take it and I'll be like, okay, I see your point. I, I have your view now. I used to have that problem when I was in college. I, I was poli sci major and um, focused a lot on like international politics and, and all of that. So when the first Gulf War was going on, um, I had a real problem taking a side because um, I could see the pros and cons of, right. uh, of each of, of, you know, going in. And um, so I went to my professor, you know, my advisor, and I was just like, what the hell is going on with me? I can't, I can't decide. And he's like, great, I'm doing my job. Oh, well, <laughs> that's goes, right. You're supposed to question Because everything. doing what you're doing, you should be yeah. able to, to take each side and you should be able to argue it and then turn on a dime and then argue right up again, you know, just completely opposite. Huh. He says, because it's, it, you know, there are, you know, Merits, for lack of a better word, to each side. Yeah. It's just you know, then it starts getting into your own personal beliefs and stuff. But right. he said, if you look at if if you if this is what's happening to you on a, on, a, on an intellectual level, he goes, good. This is what I want. I go, good. Can we just turn that into an A somehow? An independent, <laughs> an independent study he says, no. You still owe me a paper. Uh, Fuck. Well, that always pisses me off when people are talking about specifically. There's a lot of different issues, but the one that's come up most recently is, uh, you know, gay rights or gay marriage. Right. And the, the the people on the other side always seem to say, you know, we can have disagreements, but we can still like debate this issue. I'm like, no, this isn't a disagreement. Like, it's not a disagreement when you just say that I'm evil or that I'm yeah. a pedophile. Yeah. I don't think that's a disagreement that we can debate. I've I've start I've I've started to get a little more. Um I don't know, extreme in my whole, like, approach to it. When people bring up gay marriage, I, I'm like, what is a gay marriage? How does that different? Yeah. How is that different from a regular marriage? Are there more balloons? What's going on? And they're like, oh, what do you mean? I'm like, well, what makes marriage gay? Well, the people are gay. I'm like, so what, you have a straight marriage, then can I call it that? And when you throw somebody a loop like that, they actually do think for a second. Which is more than you would get out of them normally. But then, <laughs> but then they had, pivot. Well, I've had conversations yeah. with people. It's just like, all right, how many how many gay marriages are there out there? Since mm-hmm. this whole, you know, when when it started to become more of an issue and more of a, you know, of of a topic in mainstream media, how many gay marriages have there been? Sixty nine. Wow, I, I <laughs> awesome. Thirty seven. Uh. Um, is that well? I, you know, I, I don't know exactly. Yeah. You don't know how many heterosexual marriages have there been? How many divorces have there? 
you don't know because it doesn't affect your life. So yeah, and are gay people up. fucking up your marriage, or are you doing that all I'm on your own? I'm doing it all on my own. Exactly. <laughs> well done. Exactly, yeah. A plus. Uh, I don't know. It's Rachel Maddow said a long time ago, and it's it's that one photo that I keep seeing uh, passed around. You know, the funny thing about rights, you don't vote on rights because they're rights. Yeah. It's yeah. equality isn't something you <coughs> vote on, and that that's idiotic for well, people to point to the Bible. In this in this debate, when I do debate with people, I have the, a hard time when they always pivot and they start saying, "Okay, well, what about like multiple marriages?" Like, and I, I have a hard time arguing that fact because I'm fine with multiple marriages. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, um, I, I was listening to a stand-up comedian, and um, I forget I forget his name. Finnegan, maybe I'm not sure. Christian and Finnegan, I think might so. Be. I'm not I think, sure. I like um, the guy. Frank might be able to because we've been listening to like the same Pandora station, so he probably knows exactly what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say when um, when he says I'm not I don't I don't know how to feel about the death penalty, and, and his friend says to him, Oh, so you're telling me that if you saw Hitler, you wouldn't oh, yeah. kill him? It's uh, John Mulaney. Oh, okay. And he says, That's not what I was saying, but. <laughs> We'll discuss that now. <laughs> we'll talk about so that. So I think I think that's a, a perfectly good way to make them realize how idiotic it is when they say, "Well, that's like having sex with a box turtle." No, <laughs> Senator, it's not. It you can say you want to. Well, fuck that's a box not what <laughs> that's not what I was saying. But we can talk about your topic. <laughs> well, I mean, there is that. that all all of those. It seems like I have a great comeback for. But when they say, you know, like polygamy, yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't care. If people want to marry like multiple wives, if they want to be that stupid, if they're consenting, I mean, yeah, I. And, but then that yeah, just, that almost negates my point when I say that because then, then then they're like, oh, you're just disgusting, or you know, they. But but I don't really have a problem with multiple marriage. I don't see what the problem is other than the inherent, like from what I've seen with them marrying twelve year olds. I well, do yeah, have a problem say, there. There's there's the whole. Well, you know, you're in a cult, and you know your wives are fourteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, problem, a problem. But if they're all of age, they're all consenting. I don't have a problem. I'm yeah, go but that crazy. isn't. I mean, that's hey. You know what? My presidential campaign bumper sticker would be "Mind your own damn business." Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, really, right. Doesn't, seriously, it doesn't affect my life. Mind your own business. Abortion. Mind your own business. Gay marriage. Mind your own business. Yeah. Big Brother live feeds. Watch every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> I had um I I had an article that I can't find right now that said um that uh gay rights weren't going to be an issue in 2016 for the Republican Party. And why is that? Because they know it's a losing issue and oh, they're yeah. going to drop it. Um I I'm scrolling down to see if I can find it cuz it was it was a, Oh hey, a Todd Aiken claimed breast milk cures homosexuality, so what that's maybe I, I wasn't breastfed, so I'm, oh. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not arguing. Oh, hold on, I have no basis for argument. You let, might be right, Todd. Let me take some notes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, let's see. Well, you know, it it it, it could be because you know not a lot of gay men are going after the titties. Fox News introduces Romney's sons with gay anthem. It's raining men. <laughs> Do any of them know what they're doing? Yeah, and you know what? I think the people in the control room know even more what they're doing. Like I've been saying this for months. They don't. They've just given up. See, on that one, all I have to do is is read the headline. We don't even have to go into the rest of that, do we? So funny. (laughs) 
They're fucking this up on every... All they had to do, all the Republicans needed to do was just keep hammering on Obama and the economy and jobs. That's all they had to do. Right. Don't they talk about taking health care away yeah. from anybody. Just keep talking about the economy and jobs. That's all they had to do. <laughs> um, no, wait a minute. Let's say that rape cures abortion or whatever the <laughs> fuck they're saying. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, this, this is a good idea. Wow. Mandatory what vaginal probes when you exactly. get your license. Exactly. Well, the mandatory vaginal probe. That's, that's, that's the voter ID. Well, that's also a, <laughs> that's that's giving jobs to rapists. <laughs> that's the Republican jobs plan. Yeah, oh, it's just oh, let's not let's not beat the shit out of them on the economy. Where, quite frankly, I think they would have had a shot. Yeah, if you had, you've got you've got Romney's pro business and all this. You know, you know, you can go and say whatever you want about whether he was going to create jobs, but all he has to do is keep saying that. You know what? The economy may have grown in certain sectors a little bit, uh, but it's not happening fast enough. People don't have – just beat the shit out of Obama on the economy and you have a shot. But no, let's yeah. do all this other bullshit. Um, Stephen uh, posted this, um, this, this photo chart thing that I wanted to read um, because I, I actually found it kind of interesting and um, I never thought of it this way. Um, it says at the top, people like to frame a lot of our views as if they're the exact opposite of their own views. For example, one extreme is endorse religion on money in the pledge, etc. And the other extreme is don't use the government to promote any religious views. Okay, so we'll keep those in mind till we move down to the other part, right? And then one extreme is only straight people can get married. The other extreme is everyone can get married. And this type of arguing gives them certain advantages. It lets them say, say things like, you're just as fundamentalist as I am, or you're trying to force your views on everyone else just like me. However, those two views aren't opposite. They're not the extremes. Um, the, the everyone can get married is the neutral stance because it would be one extreme, only straight people can get married. Neutral is everyone can get married. The other extreme is only gay people can get married. <laughs> right? That makes logical yeah, sense, yeah. Right? right? One extreme is endorse religion on money and the pledge, etc. Neutral is don't use the government to promote any religious views like the Constitution says. And the other extreme is endorse atheism on money and in the pledge. Like, for example, <laughs> one nation without God. That's this centrist bullshit that we keep coming up against because the, you know people see, seem like they have to f uh, find a central point between, between these two issues, but the right keeps pushing so far right that yeah. the center keeps going farther right. Yeah, this, the, the, the left is now center. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, you know, like I love that's why I love this one. I can't remember who she was, Congresswoman, who brought the bill to penalize every man if he spilled a seed outside of a woman's vagina. Yes, <laughs> yes, because that's uh, that's akin to abortion, Wasn't right? That basically, the, yeah. I, Which is crazy. I've done that three times since I walked in the door. Yeah, I've done it four times since we started recording. <laughs> All right, check a bounce. Um, let's see what else we have here. Um, Republican National Convention attendee allegedly threw nuts at black CNN camera woman and said, this is how we feed the animals. <laughs> I want to believe this, but I've seen nothing about it. Like, oh. I, I haven't seen video. I haven't heard actual reports about it. The police haven't said anything. So I, I want to believe it, but there's no substantiating evidence. 
Yeah. That's that's troubling to me. I, I have read it in a, in a few different places, but it could be the same thing, the same Onion article. Exactly. You Coming know. from the AP or whatever, you know, they just pick it up off the wire and then they just repost it. I want to yeah. hear the woman actually say what happened. The woman that was that had nuts thrown in her face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a Republican convention until... Uh, anyway. Right. Oh, Todd Aiken. I don't want to talk about that guy. Well, there was the, the video that was going around recently, too, of uh, everybody in the audience that was booing the um, representative from Puerto Rico. Was it Puerto yeah, Rico? Yeah, yeah. But in when, context. Exactly. And, and I fell for that, too. Um, I have it right here. Vishnu actually put up the other side of it for a... Uh, oh, wait. that's No, that's the video. I, I want the article. Because it's just a bunch of people yelling at yeah, that point. Yeah, you can't tell what's going on. Um, it, was, it had to do with um, Ron Paul, didn't it? Um, people... Or I think they had just taken a vote that people hated for some reason. They had voted oh. on something and people were upset about it. Maybe it was about Ron Paul. But, yeah, that's what they were reacting to. Yeah. Have, have you ever heard of this podcast called Blacking It Up? No. It's, it sounds a little racist, but it's these three, uh, it's these three uh, black people from – they live in Brooklyn, my old neighborhood in Bed-Stuy. And it's just – it's a political podcast and it's really great for information. And they brought up a really good point today where they were – I think they were talking about that video. And they were saying that um, you don't want to – you want to get all the facts. Us on the left, we want to get all the facts and understand what's going on. And we find out that it's, you know, it's actually not true. We don't want to keep pushing that. Whereas the right has taken this, this, con- this line out of context saying you didn't build that. Yeah. They've taken this out of context and they build an entire emporium around it. That's all their convention is about. But we see this video and then we get all the information. We're like, oh, okay, never mind. And so we right. let it go. And one person was saying, well, we have to do that because we don't want to be like them. But another commenter on the show is like, you know what? I always find that bullshit because I think that people read that in Batman one time when they were like six. <laughs> and then they're just living by it. If you do that, you're no better than them. Well, fuck, uh, I don't care about being better than them. I want to get where I want to go. And like, I want to get, get things right with the country. So, yeah. I mean, it was an interesting point, but I, I don't completely agree with it. But I think that a lot of people are stuck on Batman's viewpoint. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't totally understand the whole fascination with with Batman. But um, anyway, that's that's a whole other thing. But it was just about playing dirty. It's no, like it yeah, seems like yeah. our side kind of refuses to play dirty. Like no, fucking play dirty yeah, as and you then, want. And then the the Democrats come off looking like unorganized, spineless wimps. Exactly. Yeah. See, that's the thing. They need to get some balls. Yeah. Well, you, we got the Democratic convention coming up after the Republican one, so they can at least use that to address all of the bullshit that Ryan said. Because I'd have we we don't know what Romney said at this point, um, and maybe. But I mean, how much of these conventions are actually just talking to, yeah, you know, preaching to the choir, preaching to the choir, so yeah. to speak. Possibly be. Well, there's a principle in nature, nature. that almost every creature knows. Called survival of the fittest. And check it, this is how it goes. The animal that wins gotta scratch and fight and claw and bite and punch. And the animal that doesn't, well, the animal that doesn't winds up someone else's. La 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 lunch. 
website today called isidewith.com and um it's a whole bunch of questions and um then you can rank how important the issue is uh to you and it'll calculate it and they'll tell you who you side with Ooh, this sounds fun interesting so i'm gonna try and side with mitt romney oh you want to try okay well let me tell you what my results were uh at first I uh, just answered the main questions, and then there's like, click for three more economic yeah. questions, kind of things. I'm, I'm going to um, try to side with Nader. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time I actually met, I, I went with, uh, I, I was, I was paired up with Jill Stein, who is the ugliest woman on Green Party candidate, <laughs> I think. And then I went back and I did it, and I took a little more time, and I did all of the extra questions, and I, my viewpoints or, or whatever matched with Ro- uh, Romney. Actually, yeah, matched with Romney, 12%. I'm going to try and match mine no with the guy, the issues. Indian guy tried to start that Hitler store. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how that goes. So, all right, do you, do you, do you want to take the quiz? Let's give it a shot. Okay. Let, let's see how we do. You want to try and side with Romney. Uh-huh. Uh, what is your stance on abortion and how My important is it to you? My feet are 12 inches apart. <laughs> uh, what? What? How is how important? There are a lot of questions. So if you joke on every one of them, I just got that. (laughs) Good job. Well played. Uh, What is your stance on abortion, Mister Romney? Want to be? I um, as a baby, I'd be against it. Oh my god! Let me show you how long this page is. That's what she said. Okay, you have a lot of questions (laughs) to answer. That's what they said to the senator. (laughs) Let me show you how long this page is. (laughs) (laughs) You're on fire tonight, friend. Yeah, well, I get a pill for that, so I'll fix that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am pro-choice. No, pro-life. What does, does that say, life? Yes. Yeah. And, and how important is this to you? 
Uh, Somewhat more Very, most. very important. So me. most? Most important. Should gay marriage be allowed in the U.S. fake Republican candidate? No. See, I have to... I have to phrase it like that so people don't yeah. think you've lost your mind. Right. How important is this issue to you? Very important. Very or can you say more or most? More. Okay. I can say both of those. You could, but I would only <laughs> give you one. Should the federal government allow the death penalty? They should encourage the death penalty, yes. <laughs> and how important is that to you? Most. Most. Do you want to do all the questions or just the three for each one? Um, no, I don't want to do what? Okay, we'll just keep going then. Okay. Is global warming a threat to the environment? No. How important is this issue to you? Very little. Very little. Not at all. Should we expand our offshore oil drilling? Yes. How important is this? Most. (laughs) This is terrible. Should U.S. national parks and forests continue to be preserved and protected by the federal government? No, fuck those guys. And how important is this issue? I don't care about them at all. (laughs) Wow. It's funny that we find this... This is funny. But no, but there is, are people is, who yeah. are watching NASCAR and doing this. No, they're not. They're not doing two things at once. Never mind. <laughs> Should the government raise the federal minimum wage? No. How important is this? Not at all important. Should Congress raise the debt ceiling? Yes. Really? Fake no. Republican candidate? I know. No, I'm okay. kidding. And how important is that to you? Not at all. Actually, wouldn't that be kind of important if you're the no yes, taxes guy? Yes, most right? important. I'm trying to help you out here. Don't help me. I don't. Should the U.S. have bailed out major banks during the financial crisis of 2008? Most definitely. Okay. And how important was that to you? Not at all. I just want to see what happens. Okay. Where do you side on domestic policy issues? That's I the think, next heading, I think not that, an actual question. I think that your domestics should follow all your rules. Do You're you? hiring them. They're doing their work <laughs> in your house. So I, I want to be in charge of the domestic. Is do that you, not what this do means? Do you support increased gun control? No. It's the most important thing to me. <laughs> How are you going to keep your domestics in line? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> do you support the Patriot Act? Um, what show are the Patriots putting on? <laughs> uh, yes, of course I do. And that's most important? It's the most important right? thing yes. to me. Because I'm talking to that group to whom that's most important. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the Romney thing. Should the federal government regulate no. the internet to deter online piracy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and how important is it's that? It's the most important thing. <laughs> it's always the most important thing. I like that. Where do you side on healthcare? Should marijuana be legalized in the U.S.? No. That's why we have guns. And how important is that? It's not important okay, to me at all. Not important at all. Do you support the Patient Protection nope. and Affordable Care nope. Act? No, fuck them guys. Least? Fuck those guys. Least important? They don't have a fuck those guys Or actually, section. wouldn't that be most important? Let's put it in the middle. Okay, somewhat. Should we expand or dismantle our Medicare program? We have keep as is, dismantle, reform, or expand. Dismantle. Wow, how important is that to you? Very important. Fuck those guys. <laughs> and girls. Where yeah. do you side on foreign policy? And we have, there's, there's only a couple left okay. here. Uh, should the U.S. intervene in the affairs of other countries? No, fuck those guys. Maybe that's my that's that's my Republican <laughs> side. Instead of instead of mind your own business, it's fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. You yeah. know why I'm saying that? Because actually, when uh, I was walk the last time I was at the food court, and I walked by Chick Fil A. I was with the kids because <laughs> I and I couldn't say it out loud, but I actually just kind of looked and in my head. I'm just like fuck those guys. <laughs> Should the U.S. end the war in Afghanistan? No, it's making too much money for the people I went to college with. And how important is the that? The most important thing in the world. <laughs> 
Should the U.S. maintain a presence at the United Nations? No, fuck those guys. Okay. Is that important to you? No. <laughs> uh, should children of illegal immigrants no. be granted citizenship? How important is that? It's the most important, most important thing, thing ever. <laughs> should illegal immigrants be given access no. to government subsidized They should not have healthcare? access to anything. Is that the most important thing in yes, the world? Yes, fuck you? those guys. Should illegal Fuck immigrants, all those guys, oh, just should, to make sure everybody's getting it. Should illegal immigrants working in the U.S. be granted temporary amnesty? Only if they're working in my house. No. Well, let's look under choose another answer and see if that's there. Ooh. No fine companies and remove them from the U.S. Yes, but only if they pay taxes. So no. No, fuck those guys. Then it's the most important thing in the world. FTG, yo. <laughs> Where do you side on science issues? There's no such thing as science. Do you believe in the theory of evolution? <laughs> no. That's the most important thing. Oh, in the it world. is the most important thing. Okay. Should the federal government fund stem cell research? No, there's no such thing as science. So that's the most God important will, thing. God will save the children. Should the United States increase our space exploration efforts and budget? Only if there's oil on the moon. So, no. <laughs> and that's the most important thing in the world. Right. Ready for your results? We're matching your answers to the candidates. <laughs> the Secret Service is now coming to your house. It's going to pop up and it's going to say, congratulations, Mr. President. <laughs> you are now 95% with Mitt Romney. Yeah. I side with Mitt Romney on most issues. You, you, okay, let's see. 23% of Massachusetts voters, 32% of American I'm gonna, voters. We're going to be contacted by the RNC. They want me to run. <laughs> 36% with Obama. Elizabeth Warren. Uh, 86% with Ron Paul. Wow. Yeah. You side with Ron Paul on immigration, with Romney on domestic issues, social issues, foreign policy, economics... And environmental. Wow. Wow. Uh, you side with Ron Paul on science. There are several things I agree with Genghis Khan on. <laughs> and Benito Holy Mussolini's things. You should, you should keep an eye on this guy. So you can go to, what was it? What's it called? Isidewith.com. And if you put in your answers, honestly... And you do all the extra ones. And even if you look in the um, more options for answers. Yeah, I think that's good. It's probably um, sort of fine-tuned yeah, your responses one of the, and stuff One of like the that. extra questions is, um, should all drugs be legalized? And one of the answers was yes, but not all of them. I think all of them. Well, see, uh, that's where we, we all differ. Of them. You know but what? It's only because by seriously, a it's because it's tax it, regulate it. People die. It's called natural selection. <laughs> Science, motherfuckers. So you're a Republican at heart. Well, I just want the dumb people to die. Is that wrong? So That's Republican. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the Republican health care plan. Don't get sick. Yeah. And if you get sick, die quickly. <laughs> but, but, think about it, but think about it this way. Only the dumb people won't take care of themselves. They'll get sick. My plan works. <laughs> It just seems mean because I'm uh, honest about it. Well, I suppose that's right. Um, how about we end with this crazy person? Does that sound good to everybody? The one who's sure. pretending to our give prayers, a job or something? Our prayers stop terrorism. Oh, really? Self what if a prayer could stop a bullet? <laughs> self-described respected prophet Cindy Jacobs appeared. Wait, hold on. on. I'm sorry. She's self-described as respected? Yes. <laughs> I'm very respected. Yes. I'm very respected as a prophet. Yeah, that that's as legitimate as Mr. Wide stance. 
Um, <laughs> Airports are fun. Yeah, well, if you know where to go. Cindy Jacobs appeared on the program Power for Life with Matt Sorger. <laughs> I just think it's funny because when you say she appeared on the program, it's just like, boom, she was there. <laughs> exactly, a cloud of smoke. <laughs> it's like, shit. The final countdown playing in the background. <laughs> There was, a, there was a copy of the Necromicon around. I just picked it up and read the wrong passage. I loved you. I loved you in the pick of destiny. You were great. <laughs> where, uh, where she discussed her work both as a prophet and as an intercessor for nations. What's an intercessor? It's one who intercesses. Uh, okay. Revealing that time and time again, that's in quotes, she and her prayer warriors... I want to point out that's the rejected plot script for Nightmare on Elm Street 3. <laughs> Prayer Warriors. Prayer. Yeah, you know what? I'm willing to bet that if you went to some sort of like movie producer's website or something, and all you put in were the words <laughs> Prayer Warriors, there would be a script. There would be greenlit in five minutes. If you didn't get back the answer, worst Dawkins song ever. <laughs> How would we get Dawkins back together? You know Christian rock now, so they have to. Prayer warriors. <laughs> well, what happened? What uh, was that noise? I don't know. I, I don't know what that was. Um, uh, that was weird. It was it was Skype making a little bleepy noise, and I have Prayer no warriors. idea. It's the next the next thing that's going to make Hayden Penetera a star. Oh, jeez. Um, let me let me get back to the craziness here. Uh, I managed to avert a number of different potential bombings. Maybe they should have started back when Batman and Robin was released. You know why? Do you know why there were no bombings? Because they were the they were actually the ones who were going to do the bombing, but they, <laughs> they stopped to pray. That's pretty much what it was. Uh, in fact, Jacobs revealed that the accountant at Generals International had a dream about a terrorist attack being planned for Dallas. And so the staff began to pray that the police would launch a sting operation that was exposed the next day so we know God used that prayer. <laughs> Actually, the plot was to uh, overturn the craft services table on the set of Dallas <laughs> by an angry there's, uh, grip. There's video. No, nobody had a dream about the Sikh temple or the Batman shooting? or No. Those dreams just went by. Yeah, well, Batman's evil. It's, it's, he's well, a, it's they're, a bat. They're too, uh, so they're too busy praying. They can only pray for so many things at a time. Yeah. Maybe they should pray for more prayers. I don't know how that works. <laughs> Ooh, that's genius. You, you stole my genie idea. <laughs> <laughs> should, we, uh, should we take a listen to her? Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, time and time again, we have sent our prayer network a certain place. Mm. And terrorists were exposed after that. Mm. I mean, God will give us dreams, visions. You know, we harvest the intercessors' meetings, but if we get like five dreams coming to us about what, I mean, we have our intercessors there on the ground. We'll call that state or whatever, get over to this place. Yeah. And I, I mean, we can't tell you, but we have been able to avert a number of different potential yeah. bombings. Yeah. No, that's well, fair. let me tell you one that happened in our office. Our head of accounting <laughs> had a dream. That a building, you know, got bombed and crashed. To crash, people were dying, and so I called the staff and I said, uh, and uh, and God gave us times, what floor it was on. Well, mm -hmm. in, uh, uh, you know, the bomb that hit, and so we began understanding. God showed us in Dallas, Texas, right where we live, mm -hmm. that there was a bomb attack being planned, and we began to intercede for the police that they would do a sting operation. Mm -hmm. Well. 
in the big one of our big buildings downtown Dallas, there was a guy planning to blow it up, put explosive in his cars, and it was exposed the next day. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So we know, we know yeah. that God used that prayer. No, it's it's very effective because I have found out that my masturbating has kept has prevented elephants from uh, landing on children. So. So I keep doing that to, it's for the children. You know what? You know what? I would be 100% totally impressed and maybe rethink what I think if they published beforehand what they were praying for. Yeah. Put that shit up on the net. Like even a day beforehand. Okay. Five, six, maybe ten of those in a row. I'd start to believe it. I would be a little bit more nervous that her accountant is dreaming about blowing up buildings. Yeah, I was going to say, that was my <laughs> Isn't other Isn't that point. the thing? Meanwhile, they knew what floor, what room. That poor bastard in that office, they yeah. broke in there, and they took him down, and that poor fucker, he's there fixing a photocopier. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing with all those tools? They dragged him out, black helicopter. Yeah, he's fucked. Nobody's he's, ever seen him. some dude trying to do his job. Yeah, I love that they're relying on Murray from accounting to yeah. be their medium. <laughs> and only if he had a dream he could remember after he woke up. <laughs> if he's if he's that powerful, he should have a better job than accountant. They didn't yeah. talk about the dream before where he was a priest fucking a sexy child, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Sexy, sexy. Well, you know, you know, on September 12th, they all looked at him and went, dude, really, what happened? I couldn't find a pen for my dream journal. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Letterman. <laughs> oh, God. As, yeah, I don't. I, I, to get back to you know, the earlier, I don't understand what they hope to accomplish, what the Republicans hope to accomplish with this hard line biblical campaign they're running. As if anybody would see that and go, all right, you know, I, I, I'll pray more. I'll, 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 I'll pray more. I'll stop terrorism. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, that, that's know. what I can do. I won't, I, I won't watch, you know, the live feed for a while, and, oh. and I'll pray to stop terrorism. That's like a, that's a boot camp I could do, like prayer boot camp. That sounds like e- <laughs> easy peasy. Like <laughs> would you just sleep and like, no, I'm praying. I'm waiting <laughs> I'm for a praying. dream. I'm, you just sleep most of the day, I'm lay in fine. bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. That's that's what any waiting dead for vision. Be, any deadbeat out there is just rolling around, right, just gone. This is awesome. I can stay in bed. What are you doing? I'm uh, trying to prevent the next 9-11. So um, I'm going to go to sleep, and I may need nachos in an hour to help me. That movie Signs, even though I kind of love that movie, (laughs) but still, it's it's that bullshit thing where, like, you know, God sent him a sign by killing his wife and and the aliens invade. He could have, like, not let the aliens come in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, or he could have not killed the wife and still given the dude the baseball bat and the daughter with the OCD water glasses. He could have handed a note instead of killing the wife. Yeah. Or dropped an elephant. God doesn't want me to have pussy and save the planet. The fuck? Both things? I have to do two things? (laughs) I don't think there's much chance of Mel Gibson getting pussy anymore anyway. I think he's (laughs) fucked himself there. My black friend's too old for this shit. (laughs) Did you guys hear, this is totally off the subject, but did you hear the last rant from Mel Gibson, the last one that came out just like a couple couple months ago? No. 
it was like it was him ranting, but he, it seems like he's just having a conversation. Somebody recorded him, and like, <laughs> but he's just talking to somebody. But he's just praising his wife. Everything's upset, but the stuff he's saying is like, "What do you want to have for dinner? Chinese? <laughs> oh, God, I think medium's on. Let's watch this." <laughs> He's just screaming. Like so maybe he's stuff. not ever really ranting. Maybe he's just he's has just, a, he's maybe just deaf. He just really, really, really admires the work of Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> he's very passionate about everything. I just love it. Everything, everything is great. <laughs> he's going to find out that he's got a hearing problem. Oh yeah, we'll feel there'll be egg on our face yeah. then. Because yeah. that, sorry that explains the anti-Semitism. <laughs> Oh yeah, Hitler the Jews needed, ruined my hearing. Hitler just needed a hearing aid; he would have been fine. <laughs> oh God, we got to get a picture of Mel Gibson in front of the store in India. <laughs> How can we make this happen? <laughs> cutting the ribbon, you know, Photoshop. <laughs> you could totally Photoshop that him cutting the ribbon. Hey, yep. yep. <sighs> oh, it's for a cop. Uh. <laughs> I, I'm just ba- I'm hoping I get pulled over sometime so I can pull a sweet tits just to see what happens <laughs> I did get one time when I was uh, when I was a lot younger I was having a dinner party <laughs> this is awful I was hosting a dinner party for people and um, they all arrived and I had made dinner and I had like my my uh, apple crisp in the in the oven and there was a knock on the door and I opened it and there were two policemen standing there and I actually turned to my friends and I'm like did you guys hire strippers what's happening and it turns out they were there to arrest me there was a bench warrant out for me for like I had gotten a ticket and I never paid it oh. I just stuffed it in my glove compartment and they issued a warrant and they came and arrested me during a dinner party they wow. took me out in handcuffs I and like, people while here, they were leading sir. me out I was like just put the apple crisp in the oven until it's brown on top <laughs> <laughs> it was awkward and there's always that hope that the cops will go wait a minute there's apple crisp right? we don't have to take you in now we got a good 30 minutes <laughs> Yeah, time. yeah, that was awful. I was like actually taken to jail, and I was given an orange jumpsuit and flip flops for the night for a traffic ticket. Yeah, there was a bench warrant, so I was put in jail, and they arrested me, of course, at like eight at night. Did you and run over a judge or something? Like- no, I didn't display my tag on my car. I got a new car, and I didn't put my license plate in because they the, the dealership. This was in South Carolina. How they'll do it? They don't mail it to you. They send it to the dealer, and then you have to go pick up pick it up from where you bought the car. Yeah. And so I didn't do that. They called me and they said your plates are here, and you have like sixty days to do it. And I did do it so they gave me a ticket for not displaying my my license plates properly i was like yeah 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 and i pushed put it that in my glove compartment and then like a year later they actually they were going on a ticketing blitz like getting all the bench warrants just so i could get uh, money so they came and arrested me at like eight at night and of course there's no judge on duty so i had to like go into the the jail suite in my orange jumpsuit and flip-flops with like eight other guys it was this huge suite and we actually even had a tv in our in our prison cell and the worst part of the entire evening is that there was a, a marathon of hanging with mr cooper for like four episodes <laughs> i've learned my lesson <laughs> just <make> it stop. <laughs> But don't stop raping me. The <laughs> <laughs> sex is awesome, but I have to watch this show. <laughs> it's so it's so poorly written. <laughs> the characters aren't realistic. Oh, is, it, is it sad that once I would, more a black I, man makes jail an impossible ordeal for a white man? <laughs> I used to I used to watch that show when it was on, probably because I was too lazy to find the remote but yeah it's awful Trust it me. really is yeah a lot of the 90s sitcoms really are nothing to write home about 
Boy I Meets World is hilarious. I will tell you, they made a mean pepper steak for dinner. It was actually <laughs> really good. I was really pleased with that. <laughs> Can I stay another day? What are you guys having tomorrow? <laughs> well, Apple crisp? <laughs> <laughs> well, at the <laughs> how ironic. But at the, the entire time, you just have to laugh because there's nothing else I could do. I knew I was stuck there overnight. So when they like, I had to take off my clothes and like put on the orange jumpsuit. And when I handed my clothes over to the lady at like the the, the, the little booth, I was like, now remember, I like light starch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, She's like, I can shoot you. <laughs> and when they had me in the holding cell before they actually took me to my actual cell, I was in with this one guy who was obviously crazy. And I was like, and you know, I'm just sitting there and I was like, okay, I've seen prison shows. I know how this goes. So I said, what are you in for? And he had been framed with heroin for the fourth time. The police had framed him. Yeah, well, they figured out it was just so damn easy to frame him, I guess. I know. They just thought it was a big practical joke. So then, then he asked me what I was in for. He turned the tables and asked me the same thing. And I said, well, I killed a guy. <laughs> I was trying to play really badass. And he's just like, that's cool. That's there cool. was um, a guy we used to work with. Chris, you remember Darren, right? Yes. Darren. Okay. So he unfortunately passed away in a horrible car accident. Um, he was a really, really good guy. And he was really funny, really like low-key, dry sense of humor. And he could sort of slip into whatever the joke was, like without having any idea why it was happening. So, um, And he would just sort of disappear from work for weeks at a time. He had like some bipolar issues. So he would sort of you know disappear for weeks at a time. And then he'd just sort of come back. And it's just like, oh, hey, Darren's back. So one time he was back and there was someone who had started before, you know, sort of in the interim. And I'm like, oh, this is Darren. He's back. And the guy's like, well, where, where was he? And I said, he was in prison. <laughs> and the guy looks at Darren. He goes, it was tax evasion, but you know, I got to play a little bit of golf because he was a big golfer, and he just <laughs> and he just went on this rant about how easy it was, and it was just a federal thing, and it's such a country club, and um, and then he just kind of walked away, and the kid was just like, "Wow, man, it's kind of fucked up." I'm like, "You have no idea, man," and you just let him believe it. Yeah, oh, yeah, completely. Oh my god, we had this, we had this, this. There was this long sort of standing story that I had a gay twin brother that was awesome and that that sort of floated around for a while and um, at one point one of the one of the younger workers came up to me and said hey Frank that guy over there looks like your brother and without even thinking about it I'm like what are you talking about? I don't have a brother. And he goes, I thought you had a brother. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> and he goes, he, I go, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, wait a minute. You have a gay twin brother. I'm like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. And you could hear like every gear in his head just grinding to a halt. And he just looks at me and goes, you're either fucking with me now or you are fucking with me then. I'm just like, Yes. And I walked away. It's like, son of a bitch. My favorite was when, um, when, when there was the Herald. So obviously the Miss Massachusetts pick was on the cover instead of real news, right? And um, you said the line, right? Yeah. Because this, 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 uh, this kid June comes up and he says, "Wow, she's beautiful." Which is part she went this. Miss Massachusetts, yeah. so of course she is, yeah. right? And without missing a fucking beat. And I'm standing there, like, looking at the schedule. And Frank opens his mouth and says, 
it's it's amazing because she used to be a guy, <laughs> and he was this big Korean kid, and he's just like what? Yeah, I'm like he turned yeah. to me. I went uh huh. <laughs> yeah, he, and then I looked back down at the schedule because I was just like, lose it. That's why it's such a big deal, you know. You know, he she is you know on the cover of everything now. It just used to be a man. And he's like looking at this picture, just like, no, that can't be. I'm like, yeah, June, because I'm just going to stand here. I don't know where and make this up. Read a paper, open a book. <laughs> Walk away. The pr- kid probably exclusively dates trannies now. <laughs> <laughs> this is some cool shit. <laughs> oh, man. I love the story of your gay brother, too. If I were, if I had been you, I would have like got a fake mustache and like went in the bathroom and like fucked with people. There was, <laughs> I, like, I, I know, wanted to come in Frank. And, I wanted to come in and be my my gay twin brother, Carl. I had a whole backstory for him. He lived in Nashville, and my kids love Auntie Carl and that whole thing. And um, oh, it was it was it was so funny. And at the time, I was also um, I was working at Raytheon, and through some directory or 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 something, I um, I came across a Carl Hauser, and it's like I'm working late, and I see this thing, and I just. You got to picture me. I'm in this, like, you know, sea of cubes. It's 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, no fucking way. You know, just <laughs> somewhere in the company is, like, my gay twin brother's name. I'm like, this is absolute. I'm like, nobody's there. I'm just talking to myself. But it was hilarious. You know, there's, there's one guy 40 cubicles away going, <laughs> add his name to the fucking list. <laughs> and what's funny, over the years, though, I keep coming across all these sort of Frank and Carl pairings. There's... <laughs> There's the Leo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks in um, Catch oh. Me If You Can, and because it's Carl Hanratty and Frank Abagnale. There's in Ice Age, uh, the two rhino hippo things that want to kill the sloth dude. They're oh. named Carl and Frank. Um, huh. and there's one more. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, it's just. But we had weird. we had people at the theater believing that there was only one Olsen twin. Oh yeah, that was another good one. Yeah. There was only one Olsen twin that I had actually been married to um, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Who used to work there. Because there was this guy who kept asking for her number. And um, she's like, he's driving me nuts. He's driving me nuts. I go, I got this one. Don't worry about it. So a couple of days later, I'm like, hey, Gabe, what's going on? He goes, oh, not much. Uh, I said, I noticed you're talking to Jamie a lot. He goes, yeah, I've been trying to get her number. I'm like, dude, she is crazy. He goes, what do you mean? I go, you know she's my ex-wife, right? He's like, what? I go, you didn't know that? We used to, I was married before I was married to Julie. I was married to Jamie. And the reason she works here is because she never believed my, like, reporting of my income uh, for the whole alimony thing. So she works here specifically to see how much I really work here. Oh, she is crazy. He was like, <laughs> he's like, Really? I go, yeah, man, you got to stay away from her. The chick is fucking nuts. He's like, <laughs> Meanwhile, all right, all she right, was thanks, the sweetest man. girl. And she was. She's the sweetest, <laughs> nicest, God fe- literally God-fearing girl in the world. She's so nice. She really is. And um, she's like, oh, he doesn't talk to me anymore. I go, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> About that. And then a while later, my sister-in-law, it was her first job. Um, she uh, She's going to come work at the theater. And I had to sit, sit down with her and I say, <laughs> Okay, there are some things you should know. I have a gay twin brother. <laughs> I used to be married to Jamie. Miss Massachusetts <laughs> was a boy. <laughs> Miss Massachusetts is a guy. Um, there's, there's one Olsen twin. There's one Olsen twin. There's a cat that lives in Theater 7. 
Yeah, we, we, we make the new people pour water down the water fountains oh, to clear God, out that was, the, the that was, filters. That was so great. Uh, AMC sounds like the best place to work. No, it ever. wasn't AMC then. No, it no, was no. it was Lowe's. Yeah. And the best thing about the water the water thing was we had them get these like big like water like Tupperware totes. Big huge right? like big Rubbermaid Tupperware totes to 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 flush out the water hot water hot water to flush out the the two water fountains. But you had to put equal amounts in them at the same time in these two with these two bins that you could not. It would be impossible for you to carry water in them both. So you had to flush them through and then change the filter. So the kid goes off to do this, and you see him struggling with the water, and it's terrible. And it was Christine who was standing there with me. She's like, change the filter? I go, yeah. Don't forget, there were like nine of us over at guest services just (laughs) watching. So she's like, where's this filter? I'm like, I don't know yet, but I'm thinking the roof. Uh, We had so much fun. We used to do that at Applebee's. We'd like try to we'd haze people when they first started. <laughs> one of the things we would do is try to go, we'd tell them to go get a bucket of steam. Oh in yeah, the back. <laughs> it was so funny to see people like with a bucket like over a pot of boiling water and try to put the lid on really quick. <laughs> I still have a lot of water in here. You just you stir it, stir it. <laughs> uh, oh, good times. Yeah, and the, see, but that's the thing that they're like so eager to help. Okay, I'll go do this. Do yeah. what now? <laughs> Yeah. You have to clean the bottom of that barrel, and there needs to be it, it needs to be filled with water when you do it. Yeah, it's a what? good thing I don't work with you. I would believe everything. There was... I still kind of want you to set me up with your gay brother. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> with with all of the crap that we used to do to to new new employees, when I started at the museum, and once I got to know my boss, you know, pretty good. So after a couple months, he would he would see he would tell me stuff that we had to do, and I would look at him and I'd say that that's really a thing. <laughs> Yes. Oh, okay. For, okay. Just okay. checking. Yeah, all right. That's fine. As long as it's a real thing, you're not gonna make me look like an asshole. <laughs> there was stuff. There was stuff I would do when I was a f- like first a supervisor. We had this guy. I think it was before you even showed up. There was this kid who was supposed to be ushering, and he would just sort of walk like through the theater, getting girls' phone numbers. Oh, I don't and I was just him. like, dude, you can't do that. Stop it. You're supposed to be doing stuff. You're not supposed to be here just trying to pick up girls. I understand it, but you're not supposed to be doing that. All right, all right. He said, the next time I catch you, I got there's got to be a consequence. All right, all right. So it's Friday night. I catch him doing it again. And the lobby of this theater just had these big round sort of pillar things throughout. So I made him just almost like standing in the I corner. I had him facing up against the thing. And Karen, the manager, would come up. She's like, what is he doing? And I would tell her, she's like, you're breaking so many laws right now. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, I'll tell him to stop. She goes, no, leave him there another couple of minutes. <laughs> there was this really short, and I think this was, do, do you remember? There was this kid, Ken. He was a really short Asian dude, like shorter than like Raya. Really, really, really short Asian guy. And he was a dick. <laughs> okay? So whenever he'd piss me off, the big garbage cart, like the big garbage yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of sled things that are like sort of four and a half feet tall. Right. That just are angled about, for tilting. Yeah, and exactly. All that, yeah. that are just about up to his shoulders. <laughs> I would sell him that he'd have to wash those out. And there's no way for him to do it without climbing, climbing. inside. <laughs> So then you tell ushers, just, oh, what do I do with this bag? Oh, just open that door and throw it in the big thing. <laughs> he got hit every now and again. Uh, oh, God, I was a dick. <laughs> was. Was, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, God. Well, I, I hate to cut this short, but I no, think we I need to head out. Cut. 
stuff. <laughs> All right, too. I gotta leave you guys. Okay. All right. Uh, George and George and my uh, new roommate just brought in chocolate chip cookies. Ah. And they, they had a whole plate of them. And they're fresh out of the oven. It's like those cartoons where like, <laughs> little smell things went into my nostrils, and it's pulling me towards the kitchen now. Well, if those cookies have lifting power, then you have to go. Most yeah. definitely. <laughs> Right. I, uh, thank you guys so much for having thank me. Thank you for being here. Yeah, this was great. We'll do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. And uh, right. oh, um, sorry about the uh, the show that we tried to do. I feel bad about that. And oh I, no. Yeah. Uh, anytime you want to do it, anytime okay. is is fine with me. Things were a little crazy that week, but well, let's make it happen. I okay. love talking to you. Yeah. When I when I get back from uh, from vacation, um, we'll hammer it out. Time has nope. been difficult at work to say the least. Okay. So well, all right. I felt, I felt bad, so and we'll I was afraid to bring it up. Yeah, no, I know. I'm glad we just, like, accept the awkwardness, get it out of the way. Okay, good. Good. All right, we'll talk soon. All right, great. All right, bye, guys. Bye. See you later. All right. That was fun. We don't have a lot of guests on the show. And he stayed on longer than I I would uh, have hoped he would. Yeah, no, that was good. That was fun. Um, We should have guests more often. That worked out well. Yeah, it's too bad he had to go because I was going to end the show with, like, what is he looking forward to with with TV and movies for, like, the fall season? But why don't we... um, People may have noticed that what I've done is find a strategic point to cut the conversation and put a break in. Um, Yeah, yeah, because I'm going to go back and do that. Okay. (laughs) Um, Because I think there's some good points that, yeah, that I can that I can stop on. So why don't we do a, a real break where we say we're going to go to break, we'll come back, we'll do feedback. All righty. Okay.
so we're back. Hey, um, you know those shirts I have, the Lucky 13 shirts with the design on the back, and it's got the embroidery on the pockets as Lucky 13, like work shirts like I'm wearing right now? Mm -hmm. Well, they're expensive. They're like $45 a piece. Right? That's a lot. I haven't paid that much for a shirt since I got married. So I found these. I found Carhartt um, tall, extra large tall, so it'll be a nice length. And uh, it's like twenty bucks. Like, mm-hmm. Good, right? Button down, short sleeve shirt. Goes with the hair and all that, everything, right? Um, I have a lot of patches. Like I have Imperial logo, Rogue Squadron yeah. patch. I figure what I can do <clears throat> is I can make my own quote unquote mechanic style shirts by sewing the damn patches onto them. This is true. And then I have my own custom made Star Wars umbrella, Resident Evil, Rockabilly style shirts because I actually do like these shirts this yeah. one's a triple extra large because i needed the shoulder width on right, it. right that's um, why well no i'm kidding you've I, been working out more than i have so i can uh, i can just give you shit about it yeah oh i pulled i pulled something in my hip thigh <laughs> I was, you pulled something in your groin i was doing like, whoa i was doing lunges and i pulled a muscle that i didn't i i never felt before so the last two days it's been really difficult to walk but like the last actually yeah two days before today it's been difficult so i exercised one day i took two days off i feel really shitty taking an extra day off but i have to heal right or i'll never get better so yeah so we'll see how the uh the extra large fits because i have shirts at work um that are two extra large uh talls and they fit pretty good um but yeah i mean they're just comfortable i can throw a t-shirt on it and either a long sleeve shirt and then it's 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 nice. I don't know. Cool. I just want to say that. And I ordered a book for the beach. <laughs> I ordered uh, God is Not Great, How Religion Poisons Everything by Christopher Hitchens. <laughs> so I'll read that on the beach. <laughs> anyway, it's feedback time. Unless feedback we got time. anything else we want to discuss. Um, 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 let's see. Um, my son's birthday was over the weekend. Yeah. Um, he is 10. And he had like a book, like two buddies stay, like come over for, you know, like the afternoon. Right. And one of them ended up like staying over. So they wanted a movie to watch. Uh huh. And um, so I said, uh, he actually like picked up the Superman Returns DVD that we had uh-huh. on the shelf. And you smacked it out of his hand. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I said, we got a better one for you. And um, I set him up with Superman. Okay. Like Chris Reeves, Superman. Yeah. So I watched maybe about the first half hour, and then since I had to get up early the next day, right. I was just like, all right, guys, I'm going to bed. And I'll be honest with you, I fully expected them to last maybe another half hour and then just like continue to like, yeah, like to shut it off and then play. It's not an action movie. Not, and you know, neither is Superman Returns no. for the most part. But I got to tell you, the next day I talked to him about it. He's like, Dad, that was so awesome. The girls and I watched the end from um, when Tessmacher takes the kryptonite off. Well, when mm-hmm. he when he gets kicked into the right. pool, and so they knew Lex and, and all yeah. that from the cartoons. We watched that through to the end, and the girls were riveted. Yeah. Oh man, he loved it. He's just like, well, can we watch Superman too? He goes, "That's got Zod, right?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, that that's a good one. It's the best of the so, four. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so that was that was kind of cool to nice. watch with him. Uh, we watched Galaxy Quest with the kids. Oh yeah, was, you were telling me about that. Oh my god, it was like Cole didn't dig it. Yeah, but um. The girls dug it. Olivia thought it was really, really funny. That's good. I've been watching the IT crowd. Yep. And um, that show's really fun. It has pockets of absolute hilarity. Yes. Um, 
so I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's just funny enough. There are a couple of times I'm like, okay. Um, but it's, uh, it's pretty good. So that's sort of been carrying me through. We, uh, I forget how we start. Oh, we, I was flipping through Amazon through the Xbox. You can do the Amazon Prime oh, yeah. stuff. We had, uh, we had watched the Lorax, um, which I really liked. The girls were totally totally into it yeah which i didn't expect because it's not i i don't know i don't know if they're getting more sophisticated already in what they're watching but they were they were actually emotionally invested yeah. in this one good um i don't know if it's because it was a boy and a girl and they could yeah. identify whatever but uh i found the soundtrack for him and they know the words we wa- they watched it on monday and they already know the words to most of the songs that's cool um so they watched it twice cuz the we we did the rental through amazon and uh, how much was it for the high def it was 4 or 5.99 yeah, for 48 hours i'm like yeah. okay i'm like you know what i'll spend 6 dollars to see how it streams yeah. and it it looked comparable to a dvd yeah i was i was impressed yeah we did that with galaxy quest actually we rented mm-hmm. that it was like four bucks there was one I, we were watching something oh uh the one that i'll get to um after the lorax i was just flipping through stuff and um i said oh do you want to do you want to watch this because i saw the rating it was pg i think or pg-13 and it was the adams family which one the the movie the first the first movie yeah um and and the girls started to watch it they liked the house they yeah. you know they the they loved Morticia Angelica Houston um they kept calling thing uh finger <laughs> because the way they say thing it's like an f sound yeah. so it, it was tough so they got they figured out it was and it's okay Mrs. thing called finger <laughs> yeah they don't understand um um morbid yeah. humor that the Adams family is so we explained it to them that that um they do everything the opposite so like they're happy when people get hurt yeah kind of thing like pugsley brings the stop sign down to the dining room and you wait for the car crash and all that and 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 what we we would talk to them about stuff going on and say you know what it doesn't it doesn't matter what they like or what they find funny or whatever because they're a family and they they you you can see through the movie they really care right and they all love each other and they will do anything they can for for the rest of the family um they weren't too keen on fester because he was a bad guy because they he's introduced as a mole oh you yeah know, that, in that's the family. right um so it took us two nights to get through it because they watched the lorax and then yeah. it's like but when uh, Ripley woke up the next morning, she's like, uh, can we watch that Adams Family again? And I'm like, <laughs> wow, you got the whole title. So we watched a little bit of it in the morning before I went to work. And then we finished it. And, um, you know, it ends with her with the um, knitting the, the onesie with right. the three legs. And I said, well, in the next movie, they have a baby. And you would, <laughs> with a really big dick. You would, you would think that gold started falling from the oh, sky. Yeah. They were, they were beside themselves because now they had the, they had a handle on the family. Lurch is kind of like Frankenstein. She's yeah. kind of like a vampire. They could kind of put that together, even though they're not. They're just normal humans. Right. 
And um, that second movie is so funny. There, there is one part. I was driving home. I was coming over the Tobin Bridge, and it just. Uh, it actually makes me laugh out loud every time, and I swear to God, it has to be one of those ad-libbed kind of things where they're sitting in that like really beautiful cave restaurant that okay. they're in, and Fester's got the breadsticks up his nose, <laughs> and he's trying to impress her, and he's got that big shit-eating grin <laughs> on his face. And um, it goes to the two of them dancing, and then it goes back, and Fester's just like tapping the breadstick on the table. And she turns to him and looks away, and he fumbles to get those fucking things in his nose. <laughs> and as she looks away, he jams them in there and smiles again, like, ta-da! <laughs> and I swear, he fumbles with it so much, it must have been the, oh, shove them back up, I gotta do that, that'll be funny. <laughs> and the girls really, like, pick up on, on, the, on the stuff, like, like, that was really funny, but I was laughing more because I knew it was coming, and that's my favorite part yeah. of the whole movie. But um, Ripley zeroed in on Wednesday with this one. Yeah. Because she didn't like that other people were telling Wednesday how she should act. Right. And how she should be. And Wednesday never smiles. So when yeah. she did, and Ripley was like, Wednesday never smiles, right? <laughs> That's not good that she's smiling. And Ellen says, you got to remember, she's really, really smart. So if she's smiling, she has a plan. Yeah. And it was like waiting for that to happen and everything. And then I put up, I've been putting quotes up uh, from, oh, I from saw the girls. And Ripley said to me before she went to bed, she's like, Dad, you can call me Wednesday. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. I got the, uh, I have some of the episodes for them to watch, but it's different actors. So it's like, yeah, eh, okay. Um, I had tried them on the Munsters a little while ago, um, maybe like six or eight months They're ago. They're a little weirder. They are, but it's, it's little... but it's a vampire, a werewolf. Yeah, Frankenstein. You know, yeah. So now that they're a little older, that might work. Because we watched Monster Squad, yeah. and no nightmares, uh, anything. Yeah. We, we watched the trailer for Gremlins, which uh, I'm actually iffy on showing them that one, even though it's PG. Yeah. Um, but you know what it is, though? It's 80s PG. Yeah. Which is a lot different. Which is, than... which is PG-13 to yeah. R. I mean, I showed them the kitchen scene with, okay. the, with the blender and the microwave. Yeah. And even me... Who, who, like, I talk, talk, you know, the talk. Uh, I cringed a little bit when, like, she closed the door to the microwave. I'm like, is this the point where I scar them that, for life? That is would, that too that much? That movie would never get made today. That scene would never get. No, well, you saw what Gremlins 2 in the 90s turned into, which I, I still enjoyed, but on a different level. Uh, but I'm looking for stuff that, like, that that like skirts that edge. Yeah. That that we could that we could watch. The Adams family was good. Monster Squad was good. Goonies wouldn't hold their attention at this point. I think it would get a little too boring. I think the best line in uh the best exchange in um Adams Family Values is at the summer camp and they're doing the whole drowning thing. Yeah. Oh, I'll be yeah. the victim, I'll be the victim and she's just deadpan all your life. Yep. And then that follows with her jumping in the water, acting and hamming it up, and the girl goes underwater, and you see the last bubble since she turns to um, what's his face, David Kermels, Who? or Pugsley? No, 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 the oh. counselor guy. He was in Dragon Slayer, uh, and Ghostbusters yeah. too, and Peter McNichol. Oh, good. Yeah, ah, nice and both. she says, uh, "I can't swim," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh," but yeah, she was she was good. She's great. Yeah. Like uh, Christina Ricci was pretty pretty interesting. So, 
I don't know. I'll find something else. Oh, Doctor Who. We were watching Doctor Who. Good. Uh, because I have the Dalek uh, keychain. So I showed them, you know, like like one of the big reveals uh, in one of the later seasons when they regenerated the, the species and everything. And um, then we watched Doomsday, which was the second part of an episode. <laughs> um, not the movie Doomsday where they eat people, but the Doctor Who episode Doomsday oh. where it's Daleks versus Cybermen and that's Rose's last episode. And Ripley just... She, she, I don't think she has no concept of time and space travel the way the TARDIS moves, but she understands that Rose was on a different planet and will never be able to see the Doctor again yeah. after that. And um, the great thing, like when I was younger and Tom Baker's character, when his version of the Doctor died, and um, I think it was Davidson was the guy that came in after him. I can't remember his name 100%. And it's a different actor. Even on the newer shows where it went from Eccleson to Tennant to Matt Smith, it's like, you're changing the actor. Yeah. That, that cannot happen. Um, all you have to say is, oh, that's the doctor. He just looks different because it's a different time. And yeah. they're like, okay, sure. Yeah. And it's like, that's fascinating. She would not have been happy with Bewitched. So I was... <laughs> I was... uh through whatever links, because um, for the girls and for my own personal amusement, I was looking at some My Little Pony stuff and all the hidden references they put in the episodes. And um, all the horses have that mark on their hindquarters there, like bubbles or stars yeah, okay. or diamonds or whatever. They're called cutie marks. Right? It's cute. It's for little kids, yeah. right? Uh, it's my impression, and Angie will correct me next week if I'm wrong, that no two ponies have the same mark. Okay. There in one episode there are four different horses, male horses that have the same uh hourglass. Okay. Cutie mark. One of them looks like Matt Smith. One of them looks like David oh, Tennant. Really? One of them looks like John Pertwee. There's four different doctors in this one episode. That's interesting. And it and it's not by accident yeah. because one of them's wearing a top hat and, and a tie and looks like Matt Smith from one specific episode. And it's it's interesting, like there was a big Lebowski kind of, there's a John Goodman horse at one point, and <laughs> it's, it's neat. I, I, I resisted watching the show, but to see, like if, if, um, if Lily was younger, I would suggest it for her. Because yeah. um, it's, it's just good about, it, it, there's, there's episodes about bullying, but it's not preachy. It's like one of the one of their friends comes and she's just loud and boisterous. Anti bullying or pro bullying? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was anti, but I haven't paid total attention you to it. You can't find any of the good pro bullying ones. Well, not outside of the '80s. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's like it, they're subtle messages, and the girls know all the words to the songs. It amazes me. Like cool. Nova can't sing. Like <laughs> she can sing, but she doesn't have control of her voice. Right. Um, but she's getting there, and that's the interesting yeah. thing is if she's going to sing along to this, then and she's going to learn like how to interact with other people and be friends, oh, yeah. then fuck, I will sit there and watch them all with When you. do they start? What date? The new season? Oh, or your girls in school. Oh, see, that's all I'm thinking I of. I know. Um, they actually, uh, their first day is supposed to be a Monday, the, the Monday we're away, so it'll be Monday, Wednesday, and then they're going to go on the 14th. Cool. So they must be so excited. Yeah, but they're more excited for the beach at this point. Oh, good. So, 
on the way home, that's all it'll be. They have their My Little Pony backpacks, yep. so they're all set. Cool. So, shall we yeah. do some feedback? Yeah, we'll do that. All right. This is me getting old. Maybe the week after we can talk about new TV shows and movies yeah. and stuff. Because some right. of them will actually be on at that point. This is Religion in Schools from Angie. All right. Hey, guys. Let me just get myself comfortable. This is <laughs> rather lengthy. Um, so uh, so my iTunes decided to hate me, and I missed a few episodes, so I'm playing catch-up. This is in regards to 208. School is starting up, so the debate, so the debate of religion in the school is in the news again, apparently. What kids do privately is fine. Back in the day when I was a churchgoer, I used to have a quick prayer before a test, and I'm sure I wasn't the only student. Hell, one of my classmates did a speech about Satanism that got into the whole Proctor Gamble nonsense. <laughs> I can't remember what class it was for, but the kid belonged to a born-again nutjob church. Granted, it very poorly researched uh, using sources that were provided by his church and have been debunked, but it got me thinking about what bullshit religion pumps into kids. The point of this is the speech was fine because we were supposed to talk about controversial topics, but this has been part of the school regimen and taught as fact, um, or we had been required to pray prior to test, then it would have been grossly inappropriate and against the principles of church and state. If you want religion taught in your school, then send your kid to a religious school. I have plenty of friends who went to Catholic school where they attended religious studies and were required to go to Mass during the school day. If we were, uh, if we were to send our kid to a Catholic school, then I would expect the same, but chances are we're going to be sending the kid to public school, particularly Randy's alma mater. So if our kid comes home from school one day and says that Illinois Valley is going to start requiring morning prayers or worse, faith-based creationism is going to be taught alongside science-based evolution, then there's going to be a problem. First of all, what religion is going to be followed here in regards to prayer and practice? Generally, quote, freedom of religion typically translate into freedom of uh, Christianity in these instances. Yeah. Is this school going to allow the Muslim kids to pray um, during all their times that they're required throughout the day? We practice earth-based belief while I also follow an Afrocentric faith that we are not going to push the kid push on the kid, but if he or she decides to follow our path uh, when he or she becomes old enough, is our kid going to be able to practice their beliefs at school? And will children be protected by other, ch by other children who become hostile toward those who are not of their religion? In my experience, Christians have been extremely hostile towards my uh, beliefs to the point of calling me a cult member or becoming put off when I explain that what the seven knots of ocean are around my wrist red ribbon with seven knots blessed by a santara evoked the santarian goddess of love beauty and wealth at the same I time thought, i thought she was going to start talking about santarans uh since i was talking about doctor who that's all that's on uh, my mind at the same time i would not want the kid to be teasing a christian classmate for his or her beliefs as long as the said classmate is not using the faith to demonize or violate others and finally any atheist or agnostic kids should not be forced to pray at any time, any reason, period. Second, and the thing that really burns my butt, teaching creationism alongside evolution is wrong on so many levels and for so many of the same reasons. Yep. Each religion has its own creation story. Judeo-Christianity, Islam, Hindu, Buddhism, and the many variants of heathen and pagan paths. Technically, not, not to mention every other dead religion. Right. Or, you know, every other existing one at this point. 
Technically, they all should be taught, not just one. In addition, evolution is a science alongside geology and biology. Creationism is not a science but a belief system, therefore has no business in a science classroom. If a public school wants to teach creationism as such, it should be done so as an elective course under religious studies and should encompass all religions, myths, and belief systems. Because let me ask you this. How long would it take to teach creationism? Like... 40 minutes if there's questions seven days six and then you get the then you have sunday off. well that's the test you're, so. well you're, yeah of course those christians want the religion in their schools would not be comfortable with such an arrangement since it goes against their agenda of only teaching christianity yeah we had an article about that where it backfired on uh the people yeah. that wanted wanted that kind of thing so this is my long-winded two cents on the issue. Hopefully it makes up for iTunes being a bitch. <laughs> Angie. Uh, yeah. Religious persecution has now turned into, what do you mean I don't get everything I want? Yeah, it's... It's going gonna, it's gonna to reach ahead. People are going to get way too sick of it. Even the people that are part of the religion are going to get to the point where they're like, hey, come on, dude, really? Right. Or they'll just be fighting in the streets. No, I don't see that happening. Because let no. me tell you, if somebody came up to me and said, "I'm gonna do what? What do you what? What, what do you believe?" I said, "Well, you have the gun, so you get to tell me what." I believe you it, have the gun. And then it's like, what's the point? You cannot force something into someone's mind or heart. You know, like if I was captured. In, in the Middle East, and I was forced to convert to Islam, what harm is it doing me? Because exactly. in my heart, I don't believe it. All that happens is I get to stay alive. Yeah. Because we all saw the uh, the headline uh, going around Facebook about the worst remake of Footloose ever with the 17 people that were beheaded because they were singing and dancing. Yeah, that's... That's fucking terrifying. That's really good. Send Kevin Bacon there to straighten I, that up. I don't think I would. I'm not ashamed to say that I would do whatever I needed to do to save my own right. life or someone I love's life. And if that means getting on my knees for as long as I can stand it without the pain and, you know, facing Mecca. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah, no, it's not Catholics. I'm talking about Islam. Oh, okay. So you yeah. would not have a cock in your mouth. No. Okay. All right. No, but they can eat chicken, though, right? I guess. I see, I, I I can't. I could not. If you can't eat pork, I can't. I can't do that. Sorry, I I can't not have pork chops or bacon or. <laughs> guys got guys got a big sword to your throat, and you're like, dude, really? If I convert to had, Islam, you've never how had am bacon? I gonna, How am I going to be able to have my ham at Easter? Right, <laughs> dude, bacon is the bomb, diddy. All right, that's why they're so mad because they can't have bacon. That's what it comes down to, isn't it? Yeah, we know you love bacon. Bibbity bobbity bacon. bacon. All right, bitches. So let's do this because uh, we're getting up to the limit know, of what the show is going to be. I have to get be. up in three hours. So, all right, Julia and Lee, we appreciate it. I'm sure you guys are going to have a lot more jokes for the rest of the campaign here. Oh, they just keep coming. What? Can I? Can I just ask a question? Sure. What? What is Fox News? It's just a parade of propaganda, isn't it? It's just a. It's just a festival of ignorance. What? Why, a million people are dead in Iraq. Come on, this is ridiculous. What's the point of this? 
Um, this is insane. Well, I love, uh, go out, I love people Fox at home. News. Go outside. Go, go hug Lee, your children. You more, well, Fox you News is going to be love your family. You know, and you, you get all the news. Right. Fox, you get all the news you can at Fox News. All right, thanks. And guys. I think, oh, okay. All right, that's it. And Josiah beget the Bing Bong. <laughs> the Bing Bong beget the shithead. The shithead beget the douchebag. The douchebag beget the Fox News Network. <laughs> <laughs> I see what he did there. Nicely done. <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> oh, you're on Medicare? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I could remember the stuff I said. Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. Oh, yeah, we've talked about this asshole before. Well, of course you have. 95% of the time anyone mentions Are You Serious, they're probably just talking about me. You're a douche. Okay, maybe I was wrong. Maybe it's only 93% of the time. How do you fuck that up? I just figured there'd come a time when you guys actually looked forward to getting a segment from me. No fucking way. (laughs) Okay, maybe that time will never come, but that still won't stop me from doing this. It's kind of like how you guys insist on people watching videos of you both recording the show completely naked. (laughs) That's disgusting. We don't need to see that. Yeah, I think you you fucking do. do. So I guess we just both do our own things and stand by them. I certainly don't see any problem with us doing that. There's no shame in it. It's not like you're spending your time talking about how rape is legal. (laughs) Rape is legal is what I was going to (laughs) say. Rape is 100% legal. Um... And even if you do, it's not like your female listeners will even understand. I don't think women even know what rape is. I hate to break it to you guys, but I think women indeed do know what rape is. Fuck you, bitch. Tell me the truth. You guys can't possibly be this naive, can you? Do you really believe that about women? Do you even want to? No. Do your balls hurt? Do you want them to? Shut the fuck up. I most definitely will not ever just shut the fuck up on my own segment. Dude, watch your dick. There you go again, talking about my dick. It always has to come back to my dick, doesn't it? Well, see, now that's where it gets sticky, isn't it? Oh, come on. Now you're just being gross on purpose, coming at me from all angles with comments about dick. It's like an unruly gangbang. I've had about enough of this. I'm going to wrap up the segment for this week. But first, I just wanted to remind everyone that next week there will be no last rites. Chris and Frank already made it very clear that next week it will not be necessary because they're going to spend the entire show talking about how incredible I am, how they have a shrine to me in their studio, how they're going to legally change the names of all their children to Scott, even the girls, and we'll be changing the name of the entire show to Last Rites with Reverend Scott and also Chris and Frank. You could not lie more than that if you tried. Believe me when I say, I probably could lie more if I tried. But for now, I need to go. See everyone again in two weeks. Peace and love, guys. Rape is kind of like the weather. If it's inevitable, relax and enjoy it. What a tool. (laughs) I didn't think he'd double up on that. Wow. I'm surprised we actually said that. We said that That separately, but... Did we? Yeah. But we said it exactly the same. At least I think we said it separately, didn't we? I thought we took turns so we could cut that uh, that part out. I very seldom pay any attention to what I'm saying. Some of that shit while we were angry last yeah. week. 
That couldn't have all just been last week. Doesn't he take stuff from... I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to know. I like yeah. being surprised. Yeah, no, it's it's quite fun. Uh, so, to, what, is he going on vacation or... You no, know, I am, work? remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to... Well, we'll talk about that after. Yeah. So, all right, so no rambling at the end here. So, um, that's it. Bye. All right, no, it's <laughs> iSeriousPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, now that's it. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Acceptance speech, conventioneers are going to, as always, be exposed, I mean treated, to a brief biographical film about the nominee. Now, you may not have seen it. Luckily, we have received an advanced copy of said film. <laughs> and as a public service, we would like to show you Mitt Romney's biographical film shown at the convention. This year, the American people face a choice between a self-made businessman... I know how extraordinarily difficult it is to build something from, from nothing. ...and a radical collectivist who says things like... If you've got a business, that, you didn't build that. And this. I was not born in this country, and I am... The leader of Al-Qaeda. This is the story of Mitt Romney, a human being who built that. George W. Romney was a wealthy auto executive and future Michigan governor. But being born his son was anything but luck. Willard Mitt Romney won the coveted position only by outcompeting thousands of less motivated sperm. And though when he was a teenager, the Romney family was for a time forced to take shelter in public housing, young Mitt refused on principle to take taxpayer money for his schooling, instead convincing a local businessman to invest in his future. And then, Vietnam. Romney volunteered to serve. In France, a Mormon missionary bravely fighting the French people's love of wine. It was a quagmire.
Sometimes at night, he feels he's still there. Bonjour, je m'appelle Miss Romney. Backstage side, the handsome, connected young man bucked the odds gaining admission to Harvard, refusing on principle to pay for school with taxpayer money, but instead with his own hard-earned stock given to him by a local businessman. Her name was Anne Davies, and the moment Mitt saw her, he knew he was totally going to build that. She was female, the ideal gender for a wife. They wed according to human custom, and then, merging their private sectors, produced five male offspring. Tag, Craig, Blig, Marble, and Flapjack. only with Ivy League business and law degrees and the Rolodex of a local businessman. Mitt Romney trailblazed his way to a pioneering new Boston firm where he learned how to secrete money. From there, it was a series of personal triumphs, from single-handedly saving the 2002 Salt Lake Olympics to electing himself governor of Massachusetts. But there was still one thing left for Mitt Romney to build. A presidency. As the elite East Coast Harvard-educated creator of Romney Care started to run, in the most conservative Republican field in history, Romney realized the terrible truth. I'm someone who is moderate and that my, my views are progressive. I will preserve and protect a woman's right to choose. We also should keep weapons of unusual lethality from being on the street. He had built himself the wrong way. It would take a monumental feat of self-reconstruction. Seven years. I'm firmly pro-life. $122 billion. I don't happen to believe that America needs new gun laws. Round-the-clock operations across 14 time zones until finally... I was a severely conservative Republican governor. Yeah! Mitt Romney had done it. All by himself. Mitt Romney did it all by himself. Mitt Romney, he's a human being, and he built that. That's all you get, jerks!